Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. To God be the glory. Give God all the praise and honor with honor is due unto our Heavenly Father. Glory to God. I just want to reach out and say a happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful mothers on today. And let not just today be happy Mother's Day. Let it be every day of your life forever and more. God bless you. I just want to shout out to my mother, Miss Rita, May Grant, my grandpa, my grandmother, Miss Louisa uh, Forrest, Amen, and my niece, my sister, my cousins. I'm talking on the, the female side now. All my family, especially my beautiful wife, Chief of Household Rosemary Grant. Happy Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day, and have a blessed day, Amen. Don't let nobody spoil Thank your you. day. This is your day, amen. This is your day. This is your day, mom, mothers, amen, sons, fathers, grandfathers, cousins, you know, spare them, amen. Just don't, and make sure them feel welcome, make them feel blessed, make them feel that they are real love, amen. And I don't mean just for today. Every each time in life or every day of their life, Amen. Make them feel special. Amen. Because they are they are special. Amen. Because it wasn't for our mothers to carry the seed that God planted in them to our father, then we would not be there. You just don't know how much they have to go through to carry us into this world. Amen. And how much they have to nourish us. How much they have to, you know, love us even through our bad as well as our good times. But I know one thing about moms would never give up on their children. Moms would never. You understand me? They got some mothers will, some fathers will, mothers will. But I know one thing about the love that moms have, the pain about my hand would never die. Because it doesn't matter how old you are or how old you get, you will always be their baby. Amen. You always be their they, they little, little cupcake and all the little names they used to call you. So you know how they go. But in the meanwhile, they are special and they love and they and they so and we just so great, grateful. Amen. And uh, I heard so many times it's so true. They are the best mind that we ever have and only have. Amen. But in the meanwhile, happy Mother's Day, moms, amen, and my mom, my wife, my family, and every other mothers out there, happy Mother's Day. We love you. Keep us the faith. Don't give us the hope. Fivefold International Ministry. We love you, moms. We love y'all. And thank you for being our mothers. Thank you for being our mom, especially me, mom. Thank you for being my mama. Thank you, and I love you. And I thank God for your prayers. I thank God for your strength. I thank God for your, your, uh, you know, your patience. I thank God for you, you know, never, ever gave up on me. Even though I was in my hardship doing a lot of things that I should not be done, you know, you may have to show tough love to me. But the love that the tough love and love you show is so paid up because I was a listener. Now I say I understand, you know. I understand. I've been understanding a long time ago. You understand? And I understand more as I grow, as you, as, as you continue to empower your wisdom in me. But I still hear in the back of my mind, you can say, son, you can do better than this, son. Get your life together, son. I love you, like I said, but I ain't going to continue going on. But you have to learn, amen. And sometimes our moms and dads, we have to live our time to learn, amen. We can always hold it hand and pray for them. If they want to go, you understand me? Let them go and put them in God's hand. But pray, but they do you have to go, you know, do what they have to do to get them right. So when they do decide to go, you know, they have some knowledge and understanding. But when they get over it, you know, try, or they 
fits and their attitudes, they understand as a lady at the end of the day, why mom did this, amen. Why mom did all this because she, mom, loved us. And I love, we love you too, mom. We love all y'all. We love you. Oh, God bless you. And mom, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, wifey. Aww, happy you. Mother's Day, niece and everybody else. God bless you, and we love you. Now, let's bow here in a moment prayer. Amen. Father, I just thank you. We praise you. I glorify you, and I lift up your name above every name, Father God. Lord, you put that in my heart so strong. I just have to give it to them what you give to me, Lord God. As my heart is filled to speak to my mothers, uh, the mothers of the day for this Mother's Day. I ask you right now that you give them a beautiful, wonderful Mother's Day today, Father God, where they be treated like queens, Father God. They can be treated like queen, like princess, Father God. They can be treated like royalty today, Father God. Not just for the day, Father God. Lord, let this love and compassion for our mothers be so strong and so fresh. It will never leave them, Father God. It will always be there through the love of their family, through the love of their husband, their children, and everybody else, Father God. If anything, they're trying to cause division, they're trying to bring distraction through the families of anybody right now, Lord God. I take authority right now, Father God, and bind the devil right now and put it right back into the pit of hell where it belongs at, because no weapon form against them shall prosper, and every time they rise against them shall be condemned. So, Lord, I ask you to keep your heads and hands around every family, every mother, every daughters, every sons, everyone, Father God. Watch over them today and forevermore, Father God, because I know the devil is trying after family, Father God. And, Lord, those that are struggling with family, Father God, don't have no trust, no love, and they're losing their faith in their family, Father God. I pray, Father God, that you touch them for the comedy here, that the soul of their feet, that they will see the light as they show when they were first born, Father God. They will see the love when they first born. They see what, how the enemy came in and trying to get them to despise the love and the respect for their parents, Father God. They will see what the enemy trying to do, Father God. And they feel this guilt, this sorrow, this fear, knowing, Father God, they've been loved from the day the time they came in this world, Father God. Knowing that they've been loved until the time they get to be old and grown men and women, Father God. Knowing that mom loves them because they, 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 they love chastising because they love them, Father God, because they don't want to see them make the same mistake that we make, Father God. Touch them, Father God, and let them know, Father God, they always going to be loved no matter if they do bad or good. The, the mothers and the family are going to love them, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. So, Lord, I ask you right now, Father God, to be with every every family in this whole wide world, Father God. Touch them right now, Father God. Touch the child, touch the mom, touch the dad, touch everybody today, Father God. But especially to just be a special Mother's Day for our mothers today, Father God. As I decree to declare today that nothing will block them, nothing will stop them, nothing will come back to vision. And we're trying to mess up their happiness. Nothing. I rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus because this is the day of rejoice, rejoicing because of our moms, because of our mothers. And let this day be the day that they may, you may. And they will rejoice and be glad then, Father God. And as we believe it, receive it, declare it, decree it, declare it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's receive right now our church announcement for the day. I'm going to do it today for the two rest. Hey, this is your day, girl. <laughs> this is your day, ma. Amen. I'm going to go forward again. You know, today, you know, I, I always pamper like this thing. So she know that. She's spurred anyway. So I just love spurring my wife because she's a good woman. Amen. She's always there for me. It's good and bad. You know, it was how you mean to say it. It's so true. 
when a when it's got a, a, a strong man, a woman aside, you know, with a strong man, it's always got a strong woman there, and that's what we need. Women's gonna be there. Mine's are not gonna compromise with you, but gonna love you to tell you the truth and tell you to get get things together. And if some of us men, we gotta swallow our pride and stop thinking because you're a man. You know they can you know they can't tell you no because you know using agendas. You know what I'm saying? It's not about agenda. It's about the love and respect of each other. Keep trust and believe trust in each other as well. Keep faith in each other to believe in. Everything we say in the relationship, or even and, and even as, as a classmate or, or a business partner, somebody, you want to come down to the tell each other, brother or sister, is wrong, you know. And that's what we need: true, honesty relationship. When it comes down to friends, husbands, children, spouse, family, we need true relationship, amen. Because that's what the enemy is coming after with our family. That's true relationship, and true. Honest with each other, that let each other know, amen. But how many know, you know, don't worry about the dysfunction in the family because every family is not perfect. But you have to continue on working to the walk, walk, working to the perfection of being perfect. Remember that you know that how to take marriage, Jesus, or marriage family, see Jesus out in the family, and how the enemy came in and trying to destroy the family because someone in the family was speaking the truth, or some family was trying to do the right thing, amen. And I'm telling you, but look how it would be that all of us come together and stand in the spirit of truth and let, that, let the devil know that we are a child of God. We are a Christian family. And no matter what they bring to you, there's no weapon form against you shall prosper. Knowing that the enemy trying to come and sneak up like a flood, but God will stand up a banner for you. Amen. How many know that God will do that? you got to realize I could preach all day, but I'm going to give the devil a black eye because I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid of the look for man. I'm not afraid what you're going to do to me. Because you know why? Greater is he that's in me. I can do all things that's good. Christ that's strengthened me. Amen. No, I'm telling you, I can God. If God is with me, who can be against us? Amen. If God is for us, who can be against us? Well, let's go today to, the, uh, to, our, to our church service for the whole week, which today is the power of the apostolic move of God today was taking place right now. Today, right now. Every Sunday evening for 12.30 to 2.30 p.m., amen, Central Time. And Eastern Time going to be for 1.30 to 3.30 Eastern Time right here on Talk Shoot Well Conference Call. And if it's your first time coming in, only got to do dial the conference numbers, which is one seven two four 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 seven four four four. The calling ID is 8544465. After you do that, they hit pound and hit one. They're going to come in. I don't think you have to do it no more once you get in because they're going to recognize your number and they're going to let you rack in. Amen. And you do that, all, do that, come in like that, and I guarantee you, you won't have to worry about getting pushed out or kicked out. You will always be in the room. So dial that number and uh, call it the calling. Uh, dial number. The number is 1724. 444-7444, calling ID is 8544-SAFE-POW. Or if you want to come on the website, you can go to the website at http www.talkshoot.com, forward slash tc, forward slash that's 8544, amen, 8544-6. You can call in. Right, or we come on the website, or if you want to call in and come on both of them, you can be on the calling ID and plus. 
You could be on the website in case you want to say something or in case you want to be proud. Amen. If you want to call and you're on the website, you can also say, well, I need prayer, but you can also keep up online, amen, and see, you know, uh, uh, if you can't, you know, talk to us through the middle of the sermon, you can type in your prayer request, you can type in, you know, discuss whatever, you know, uh, uh, you, you can't come in or you can't call in, and my son, he monitors the monitor or, or whatever, on, on the computer, on the, web, on, on, on the internet, he will let us know that somebody trying to come in and we was my wife would give give my wife uh, 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 excuse me uh, inbox my wife amen through her Facebook and she will give you the directions how to get in it's so simple so easy just get through that and you will always be in and also somebody say Monday night Monday night Monday night is our pathetic praying for healing and delivering servant I'm telling you about brother and sister you don't want to miss it excuse me, you don't want to miss it, you get on telling you, God show up and show out like never before, and I'm telling you, it won't be all, it won't be none of it, it'll be all the move of Jesus, all the moving power of God, touching his people, healing them, delivering them, setting captain free, and we come in agreement by faith and believing and trusting God, we decreed and declared that everything they ask for, it comes to pass, and it shall come to pass, and we're not trying to go. And I'm telling you, we got so many testimonies that people come and testify that the word that my wife and I have spoke, that God used us to prophesy into their life, or even pray with in a prophetic prayer, believe, and showing us that it's work God has showed us, and next thing you know, be in charge, and at the end, I just say, praise God. All that we want you to know is let the people know that the, the power of God is working in this ministry. Amen. Knowing that, let them know that this is holy ground, because this is not about me. It's all about him. It's about our Savior. It's about our Lord Jesus Christ. And all about blessing God's name. That's what it's all about. So come, let me just come on in on our Monday night service. Amen. Different time, but same place. The time that to come in for the prophetic healing delivery service is at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Talk Shoe Well Conference Call. Same address, same telephone number, but with different, different time. Amen. But come on in and be blessed. For the sake of time, if you don't know, you came in or you want the uh, telephone number again for like, how to get in to the uh, uh, Talk to Well conference call, it's one seven two four 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 seven four four four. Calling ID is 85446-POW. And if it's your first time coming in here, Dial the number and the pound, then hit the one, and they're going to let you right in. And then also, if you want to go to the website, amen, you can go to the website at http www.talkshoe.com forward slash tc forward slash 85446. You can go to the website right there. They go straight to the website. And we're going to see everybody on the talk show conference call. But if you want to come into both of them, as I said earlier, you can dial the number and be on the call as well. Go to the website and be on the website just in case you want prayer or you want or you just want to just come in and then you know just you know just rule us all or just you know just bind or pray for the rump, whatever. Welcome, but that's liberty in this house here. Yeah. We are not controlled. The only thing controlled is here is the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost control. Whatever God says, it will do it all the amen. He's just like everybody else, 
get the permission, can you come in the house? Can you get the permission that you can come and, you know, you sit down and, and uh, uh, ask for something to eat? Or something, just come on in, you know. And not only that, you know, you got to show the hospitality, amen, by coming in and bringing a, home, uh, uh, a house gift or something. That's the way God's house. The same way we have to work with our house, God wants to work at his house, amen. But just don't come around and just say being a spectator, or a spectator like some say, come, don't come in being a freeloader. You know, come in to bring something to God. Bring yourself, bring your family, bring somebody that God, they can see the supernatural miracle work of God on the prophetic healing delivery service. Not just that, also on the power of the apostolic move of God will take place right now at this time as we speak it. Amen. So it does, it, it, and also for our spiritual kids, amen. For those that want to be part of the apostolic prophetic school of the fivefold international ministry will start take place the men start January the seventh. But we're looking for people that are really serious about learning the office of guilt, learning about their calling and all that, and also learn about anything else through the biblical word of God, because that's what we that's what we live by. And we learn about God's word, how to be too perfected of saints, and to be effective saints is due to the word of God. And God put this in my wife and I's spirit to teach them to train the disciples, amen, and to ordain them and license them, even to confirm them to be into the fivefold ministry that they can go forward and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. So the gospel of John, whatever, to spread the word. Amen. That they can make disciples. Somebody will be encouraged or somebody will be here. You know what I'm saying, my brother and sister. So you are interested in being a part of the Apostolic Prophetic School of the Fivefold International Ministry. Amen. And it's going to take place every Wednesday night. For the right night, amen. But it's, it's the theme is the Christian Disciple Class and Prayer Service. But you start at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. right here on Talk to Well Conference Call. But they got a different conference call number, but different same number, but different ID number. But we want to make sure everybody want to be a part of the ministry. If you are serious or you want to want to be trained, licensed, and be a minister, or, or, you, or, or you, you figure that you know you you operate your minister, but you operate in a prophetic or in a in an apostolic or prophetic or or operate in evangelism, or operate in a teaching, or a pastoral, whatever, or even design a little vision, whatever, you know, call us and let us know that you will know more about the classes. Amen. And the telephone, you can call us to, know, to ask questions or ask questions concerning the classes here, 225-636-2579. Come on, my brother. Come on. There's much need from you in the body of Christ. It's time for to take back our families, time to take back our community, time to take back our own life. Amen. Get our life right with Christ. Come on, somebody. It's time for to get back and, and do the right thing before the, our time is up. And trust me, I say it again, I say we got time is a waste of time. Is, you know, see, I say we got time, life is too short. Amen. Life is too short and time don't wait on nobody. So my brother and sister, take a step of faith, call us, amen. And if you if you and call us and let us know that I want to be a part of the classes, yes, there's going to be a protocol, and yes, there's going to be a, just a little seed that you're going to have to do just to get the paperwork. It's not much. It's not that, not, not, not that much. It's only $250, I'm telling you. And that's for the, for the 
to go, if this is the case for life, you the paperwork and, and the ordain and the certificates and all that, they get it notarized and all that kind of stuff, even the classes that help out, you know, just in case a lot of other things come out, amen. But if you want us to fly up there by us, or fly up there with you and stuff, you have to put that, you know, not being honest, because we, we right now, we just a little ministry trying to get all, we've been around for a while, but got some things, you know, the, the haters are stopping, but they cannot stop God. But in the meanwhile, we're not giving the devil the world. It's not our time to start moving or getting the things. It's on God's timing. And God is making a way out of no way. And I believe in us because we feel in our spirit. We're going to have a bigger place than this. We're going to have a bigger place than this. But we have to start this like a little small here. And I know a lot of pastors and leaders and bishops start the same way. Famous leaders start home ministry. Because that's what Jesus thought first, house to house ministry. And we got to start what we're doing. If we would have been farther off than this, if, you know, it wasn't for Hurricane Katrina. But we're not going to count the Hurricane Katrina as a, a curse. We're going to count it as a blessing. But because you know why? It still pushes it to give us a beautiful home and a nice sanctuary and continue blessing us with favor and a lot of stuff to get this gospel out there. You understand, my brother? So if that's you, want to be a part of this, there'll be a fellowship with you. Don't look at the side, because as you say, Jesus says, don't forsake the little. Don't, you know, look at the side. Look at the, the, the size of the building, but look at the bigger our heart is. Our heart is big, and our heart is a hunger after the righteousness of God, and trying to get, do the right thing, amen, for the people of God, that some man, some child, some man, woman, or child will be saved, set free from the hand of the men, or some be walking in a calling that God called them to be an exercise, the gift that God has inside us. Let us help you, amen. Let us, let us break you. Let us push, because my wife is a midwife. We will break that thing out of you to quit. I'm telling you, you better ask somebody. And God is moving through the chief apostles on this side of the world. Amen. Because we're not afraid to speak the uncompromised words to the people. i tell you the truth. But we love you so much. I don't want to see no, no, no one go to hell. And I definitely want the blood on our hands. So if you want to be, you want a real church to come up, be a fellowship with, or a real church that you are proud to be there, want to teach you and get that you can understand your calling, your gift, or even understand Christianity, or understand your walk with Christ, this is the place. Here and keep up the faith. Don't give us the whole fivefold international ministry. Amen. And again, if you want to be, a, if you want serious and want to be a part of it, and the Lord leading you, call us at Erica two two five six three six twenty five seventy nine, or you can hit me on my cell at two two five forty four five ninety one sixty two. Call me. Don't hesitate. Amen. And for the snuffleheads, for the sick of that, amen. We're going to go forward with two more worship songs. And after that, you're going to hear a rainbow word on this Mother's Day service. Amen. Hope you've been blessed. God bless you. Let's go into some worship and praise and giving God the glory. Hallelujah. Huh? I promise. Huh? I promise. Thank you, Come on, girl. 
God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God, Father. We just bless your name, Father God. We just give you the glory, give you all the praise, Father God. And honor you and honor is unto you, Father God, on this great, beautiful day, Father God. You know, celebrating our Mother's Day, Father, great, wonderful, and blessed, beautiful, and all that it could be in our life, our moms, our mothers. Amen. We just thank God for y'all women, the women of God, the men and women of God, and also our daughters and, you know, and our nieces and all the great women of God that are standing on this side. Amen. We're not sitting out here, you know, trying to do things that trying to make a sermon look good or whatever. Today is a celebration for mothers. Amen. So let's give all our mothers, our mothers a, a high applause and, and, and love and the respect and, and honor for who they are in our life. Amen. I just thank God for my mama starting on and thank God for the mothers of my children. Amen. Thank God for for you, for, for you babe. I thank God for every other mother. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Well, well, let's go forward and uh, to serve for today is Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day service. And if you have your Bible, amen, everybody is a familiar stretch because everybody want to, you know, this is the way the Lord lead it, to speak about the, uh, uh, a woman of, of, of blessed and, and appreciated by their family because of her wisdom, because of her her strength and for her time to take to provide and to help, you know, uh, be a helpmate to her husband, Simeon. Simon. Amen. We're talking right here about Bathsheba. You know, David. We're talking right here about Bathsheba, Simon's mother. Amen. And it will be going right in Proverbs chapter 31, verses 26 to 27. 26 to 27. 26. Uh, to, to 27. Thank, thank you, Holy Ghost. And it says, She opened her mouth. Father, we're going to start first. Father, I just thank you and I praise you, Father God. I ask you right now, Father God, as I decrease, as you increase in me, Father God. Father, give me the supernatural power of your apostolic anointing. Give me the Holy Ghost. Give me the wisdom and knowledge that I can preach this day the way you give it to me, Father God. Shut me down as you arise, Father God. Kill my, kill my, my philosophy, and I ask for your wisdom and your knowledge, Father God, because I rebuke every distraction, I rebuke every demon, I rebuke every satanic spirit, anything that's trying to stop and block or bring division or confusion. I take a blood, take a take authority right now in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus against it right now. Get me under my feet, your demon, your devil, warlock, your witches, your devil, your heart, your all. Uh, your warlock, your, your, your even the legion spirit, bind you right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, I ask you to contain my tongue, Lord God. You will you use me the way you want to be used, Father God. If I humble myself right now and let, let, let myself go and just give myself to you, Father God. And as you just, just consecrate me from the cross of my head to the soles of my feet, Father God. And just stir the gift of the gift that's coming from my better with living waters, Father God. And we go forward on this your Mother's Day service, Father God. For Lord, I ask you right now to enlighten the eyes of my understanding. If anything is in me that's not of you, I rebuke it and get and ask you to help me to this this cast it back into the lake of fire that no flesh, no 
man, no one will not speak, but your Holy Ghost will speak in me and through me as I just surrender everything to you, Father God, and ask you to have your way in me, Father God. Lord, I just thank you and praise you for showing up and to come into me as I, as I humble myself today, Father God, as you use me for your glory to minister to our great mothers today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Right here in Proverbs chapter 33 is a familiar scripture that everybody is familiar with. But this is a good scripture to start off to show you how great and wonderful our mothers is. How our mother still was so strong to provide. Even from the single mothers, when the mother father is not there to help you to get on. My husband once come in, but it come in to be a father figure, but they're not your father figure, but your father, your mom is still there, but mom is still there helping no matter no matter no matter no I say, no matter way, no matter what. She is there, amen. And I just want to give my hand off for the great fathers too. So we're not gonna leave the father, but this is a special occasion for our mothers today. So I just want to give give, give this salute to our mothers today and tell you, well done, well job, well job, good job, thank you, mom, amen. And I know you still, you know, got more to be blessed because so much love, amen. Hallelujah. And also for the mothers, you know, I know sometimes, you know, you still probably didn't hurt your relationship, but my prayers come to you that God will bring you a voice, a man of value, a man that can be strong, that can be there with you in spite of the, 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 the situation you are, but just love you as well, love your kids, or if you don't have no kids, but love you. But don't bring that old stuff into your new relationship. Close that door, seal that door, let that go, and let God bless you with a real man of God. Amen. And just love him. Amen. And brothers, do not try to bring up the women past. Don't they ask a question. They want to tell you, they want to tell you, but if it's so hindered to, to hinder the relationship, I really don't. I really not know. I rather continue on loving my wife and be there because I don't want nothing to hinder or crunch the spirit that we have together as she's my soulmate. Amen. So just let it go. But this passage of the scripture is showing right now how a, a woman of Zion, a woman of blessed, a woman of value, that is ill. But it comes down to her whole housework. It also showing a business woman. Amen. And I'm telling you, when, a, when your wife wants to do something and work, support her. Let her do what she has to do to show herself to prove to be are also a person that can be do things too because she don't not a man or man she can't do what we do. The only thing they can't do is help uh, make kids. Only they uh, only thing we can do they can have them. But we they still not them only the only difference that's a male and a female. But in the meanwhile they got women, some women are stronger than men. Some women they discern they determine, you know, to not to try and outdo man but to stand in the place of a man and do for their family. And I salute the women, amen. And I tell you, don't be a hater when you see that. You want to get on the right job? Stop being mama's boy. Stop trying to be, trying to want for somebody to take care of you. I'm just speaking to those that's out there that's trying to struggle, making cause so many complain because they catch a fit, because somebody say, hey, support the church, that you're not a boy, you're a man, get up. If you sell 16 out to 18 years old and grow up to be a man, you have no responsibility, don't make none until you learn how to take care of yourself. 
That's for man. Get yourself together. Get your home. Get your job. And get off of my because you do it. And for those that's trying to make up, trying to be a gigolo, amen, I'm getting out the lane. This is something the Spirit gives to me. And those out there trying to be a gigolo, trying to make a baby, that the baby, that the baby, and I want to take care of the responsibility of looking out there, trying to be sugar daddy, trying to be Romeo, trying to do this, that, trying to be a pretty boy, and all this, this stuff here, and playing with these young ladies, these women's feelings and stuff like this there. At the end of the day, you're going to feel it. Because child support will hit you. Amen. And I'll tell you, I'll rather be right there, like I told him, it's cheaper to keep her. Amen. I'll rather be there for my wife, do what I got to do to support and take care of my children and stuff like that. I have to let things to my, my irresponsible ways, too, so I can relate. Amen. But thank God, God gave me opportunity to stand before my kids before they became men. They teach them and live something, how to be men, how to be, take care of themselves and not sit up there depend on me, on mama. But go out there and go get it. Be a go get it like my daddy taught me. Be a workaholic. Take care of your family. Amen. Put God first. Your family, when you want to come down and here, put God first, your church is second, then your wife come before you. And everything, whatever you don't have, give it to your wife. But at least my family is happy. They got a roof over their head. They got food. They tell us and everything. Long as that is taken care of, I am very happy. Because I don't want my wife, you got to realize, when you have an unhappy wife, you have a messed up house. Because the, 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 a wife who won't, don't like a lazy man. A wife don't want nobody to say that you got already got baby, now you got to take care of your overgrown self. No, it's time for you to get off your guts and do, do nothing and do something. Be a man. Amen. Like I said, if you don't have kids, still get off your mom. Get out there and stop fussing and disrespecting your mama and be a man and start trying to find these women like that you can play these mind games with, that you can take advantage of them. I'm telling you, I hate that kind of spirit because that ain't do nothing but making our women have low self-esteem about themselves. And they smart. They're intelligent, but some men come out there trying to overwhelm them with this mind game playing their mind. And I'm telling you, some of them, not, some of them, not, all of them don't trust me. They're not as silly as you think. They're just, you know, just very sensitive and very vulnerable in the spirit. And they mad because, you know, some of them get nervous and stuff because they never had another person tell them what their daddy told them. They never had somebody tell them something, you know, that their mom told them. But they, uh, some of them never had... No, never had, no, never had nobody caught, told them how beautiful they are. You understand what I But that's why we have to encourage our girls. We got to encourage our, our, our train up our children the way they should go. We got to let them know how beautiful and how smart and intelligent. Not to be fair to because we know because they are our children. But in the meanwhile, we got to sit, let, let them, you know, let, you know, let mom love them, let mom support them. But don't tell mom, our son, it, you know, is going to go up and be a man. Don't pamper your children because you pamper them, they're going to be soft. I'm telling you, I'll be honest with you. Because they're going to always look at somebody to do something for them. But if it's the daughters, you understand, know they're they going to be the stick on love, they're going to love them and all that. But a, a girl would go out there and do more than a boy would do. Let's keep it real. And next thing you know, the boys, you know, we got to be careful and teach the sons about this love spirit. You understand me? Because they put it in cute that I mean you gotta look at them in a lustful way because some of the brothers come on, keep it real. We have a lust demon on us. And we looking on that at the at the, at the chest and the and the beauty and also the beauty and they say, you know, we get caught up in lust. And they say, you know, these days I know they say like they said, there's no love, it's like. If they like you, they're gonna sleep with you. And that's not of God, that's the devil. 
And I find the devil. But right here in this passage of the scripture is speaking about a real woman of God in Proverbs chapter 31, verses 26. And she says, she opened her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. Even though this virtuous woman whose price is far above rubies is saying, by the Holy Ghost, this to be a captain industrial with strife and stolen ability still her mouth is her mouth is a mouth of wisdom. In spite of all the qualities and the riches still her tongue is not harsh but always kind. And that's what men's gotta get rid of. A woman is talk uh, excuse me. A woman is a woman of kindness. And, and that's what I'm trying to get the women, the men, the women to understand. A brother going to say they love you, but how they going to love you and they don't know you? They're not even trying to do something to prove to you that you know. Some of them can't get you, some of them can't get you, uh, get you, you know, get you, some of them still stay with mom. They don't have a car. Some of them don't have a job. Some of them don't want to go to school. But they're looking for somebody that they can pick up on you. And I would say, we got to get off that mentality of mind thinking somebody always after you, brothers. Ain't nobody going to do you nothing. It's just we try to get you to grow up and be a man and, to, and take responsibility that you, when you get so you can get out your mind. Because the home where you live in that is a temporary home. It's not our job to take care of you for the rest of your life. It's our job to get you to a standard, to, 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 take, to get you a standard that you can, how you say, to get, get up and learn how to do things for yourself. Clean up the room, clean up the dishes. And do it. You can do that, mom can do that also. We don't need you to clean. We just want you to get out your room and start playing these videos and get out there and get a job. We can wash the dishes. We can fix the food. But we're going to bring on the reason why mom is mom stopping sometimes dad, and really daddy takes not doing it because the more we do it for our sons or, or do it for our daughters, they ain't going to want to do it for themselves. They're going to be sitting out there waiting on for us to do it, still going on this and then them do it. And then when they do it, yes, it's our job to stand up there and make sure you're doing it right. Or check, they're doing inventory behind you and make sure you got it in the right. Check the dishes, make sure you wash both sides of the dishes. Or check to make sure you put the trash can out. Or check to make sure you wash the clothes. Or check when you do that. We got to check on some, some kids would do it 100%. Like we used to do, my dad used to be, when my mom, we started all rough and we were getting young. And my dad used to have us pushing that mob when we was about six, seven years old. But in time we got older, then we were throwing out the mop and right the, the, we were taller than the mop. Now we can use the mop and mop the floor and clean up and move the furniture around and wash dishes and cook and all. But one thing my mama, my mama don't like those cooking. Because my mama says she don't like our cook. Well, my mama loves my eggs, though. She loves the way I scramble my eggs. She's got, I scramble some beautiful eggs, you know. But in the meanwhile, she's still, you know, it's particular who cooked for her. So because she say sometimes you know, because you know, mom knows how to cook. But in the meanwhile, if she could take my cooking now, she don't know that I listen. <laughs> you know, and I I listen. I understand. Now I know how my mama cook. You know, but because I don't just boil the water and go to meat and do season and and say cook. No, I make sure I burn everything, all the fat and all that off that, and make sure the beans are soaking and seasoned, and then cook it. Then so when it comes down to the end of the day. The beans is done when it starts cooking. If you cook it about two or, two or three, maybe four hours, the beans is nice and creamy, and the, and the meat and stuff is nice and tender. So when you go in there, you taste every flavor even through the meat. I know how to do it, not mine. But in the meanwhile, 
that's what mom and dad is trying to give us to do, to try to make something so we could be an entrepreneur, that we could be a business, we could start open for school and be a, a car house or be a, a, you know, a, a, a cook or, or be whatever we can be. But how you going to be all you can be when you sit out there and moving when you want to move and not going to go to school and not paying attention to the teacher or don't want to go to school? How you going to be something? Would you going to be like rock? You going to be running behind the garbage can? You want to do all that, which is a good job and stuff, don't get me wrong. But you don't want to be running around with nothing stinking like that. It's a good job to provide for your family. But you got to realize, and I learned, there's something, some, some people, most of a lot of people that run by the guys can't, are criminals. They just got out of jail. You understand me? And they can't get no other job. So they go work for the sanitation and, they just, and, and, and go to whatever, uh, uh, commit them to go. So they go because ain't nobody going to hire somebody as a criminal or a thug. Because they got there's a liability for their business, and they don't want to take no chances that somebody get hurt and and find and then no they went through their background and find out that they've been incarcerated. And see that's what I mean. But since you never you've never been incarcerated or never been in, uh, or never been in jail or none of that, you have an opportunity to get your life right. And I bet I, I pray you get it right with Christ. I'm telling you, everybody. Some people say God is a myth. God is not a myth. God is real. Ask me how I know. Now I want bad kid. I just had a bad temper. I had a bad attitude. I was very rebellious. And I did my mom. I clean up the street and do everything. That if, but when I start hanging around the wrong crowd and start doing all kind of drinking and using narcotics, my, the whole, my whole perception changed. Because I laid them spirits inside me. And that sometime later at the end, of the day, I didn't know what I said, what I did. So my mom was so crying and laughing, and my sister there was doing up mad at me. And I thought, you man, I didn't. He said, oh, yes, you did. I know I did not, because I know why I didn't remember, because I was so bummed, you know, and just say so high. And so much, and I, and I learned, then I, as I got older, guess what? Don't do like some of us fathers, sons, and daughters, or moms. Don't do like some of us do in our bed. I'm going to be trying to tell you, we know this better. And now I know what I know now, I would have been farther off. But you, children, you know, still in school and doing good in school, being a three-point three older of, 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 of whatever, with a high average, and, hey, you, 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 you are something. And you are a genius. You are great. You understand me? You might not be as a high four, high four, but you're getting that in some of. But you still have an opportunity to be as an entrepreneur, amen. But the thing about it, you got to stop. You got to learn how to stop letting your feelings get in front of your kindness. You got to stop letting your attitude take dictate your future. You got to stop that. To all of us to be mature and grow up, you have to listen to the first. A thought and an elder, and that's your mother and your father. And that's how, we, and then you start listening to your father and your mother. They will not lead you wrong because we don't want to see you in jail. We don't want to see you, you know, in, in a hospital. We don't want to see you in that casket. We want to see you walking and make something out yourself, fulfilling your goals, fulfilling your career, fulfilling the things that you want to do in life. That's what it's all about. So you got to enjoy your mother as she's here. You understand me? And love your father and thank God, you know, but respect your mother because that's the one that brings the sweet spirit in the house because she have a kind spirit. She used to she have a loving spirit. She have a, a patient spirit. You understand me? But when you start acting all out of order and start getting all loud and common, what you're doing, you're disturbing her. You're making her go. Well, Daddy ain't going to feel that you're disturbed. Daddy going to look at you and say, you need to get that in order. Let me get to them. 
And mama would say, no, 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 we don't get them. I'm going to get them. They're going to do the sale. And next thing you know, sometimes mama would say, babe, I can't do it. You just go do it. And next thing you know, when you put daddy out on you, daddy going to love you. Now, I'm going to whip you, but I'm going to also talk to you while I'm whipping you. Amen? Because you got to know. And some mama would tell this brother up, too. You understand me? But I know, but I know, I'm my wife. My wife, she's a gentle woman. She's sweet. And when she always, when fuss with the kids, she just can't do it because she looks at herself because they are beautiful. And that's another thing we got to be careful of. As Simon was saying, do not get caught up on the beauty of the look because it can be deceitful. You listen to what the heart, the mouth say. From out the front of the heart, the mouth will speak. You know what something going on is wrong. That's when you got to continue on being like Esther and Ruth and, and Deborah and all these women of God. Pray. Pray for it. Stop praying. And then next thing you know, I'll come say, but it's not, I mean, so it's, a, it's good to chastise a child the way they should go to when they get old, but it's not good to, to, to you know, continue on hitting on them every time they do something wrong. Talking, if they don't want to listen to the talking, they're taking your weakness for kindness, seek some help from them, you know? And then next thing you know, you'll be feeling much better than knowing that your child, that we did something right, instead of going to the police officer or somebody else, get help for Because once they get, get our kids, we're going to happen, they're going to take our parental rights. Now, you know, really, we ain't got nothing to say because the court, the judge, whatever, will be the parents that. And you don't want that. We don't want that, children. So let mama love you as Proverbs 31, as a woman of kindness, a woman of virtue woman that's trying to show as well show you mother show how mothers will try also can help and provide for you. Because you gotta learn, understand the enemy is not after you, the enemy is after your character. Trying to cause you to try to look at your parents different. Or your mama too controlling, your daddy too high protected, your mama all that. That's the that's the lie from the pits of hell. We are not high protected, but we have to be protected of you for the wilds of this world. Because this world will show you different. That's why some of our kids rebel because you know why they see the children sneak sneaking bars at nighttime with mama at work and doing God's no work, but they live in the bed like nothing had happened. But all the while, you know, you you could know something happened and that's the spirit because God telling you something happened and then when you're trying to figure it out, the children gonna lie. But that's why, you know, I know my kid, but sooner or later, at the end of the day, you're going to find out because somebody's going to tell. Somebody's going to snitch. And next thing you know, what's going to happen, you're going to see a totally different in your children. Because you know why? Because something was telling you so. But the standard body, I'm telling you, and that's why we got to let our kids know, be careful of who you hang with. Because everybody's smiling in your face, it ain't your friend. Every cut the green is green, the grass is green on that side, that don't mean it's real grass. You understand me? It could be counterfeit grass. But in the meanwhile, you got to teach them, you know, to, to, to teach them how to have the discernment of the spirit. And how to have the discernment of the spirit. Don't stare. If you, if you don't stare, you understand me? You see, because God, it will show you for the first time, first of all, they real or right, because you can know the expression. Because you know, I know, because we've been there. So in the meanwhile, you know, we got to listen to our parents and we won't be a virtual person or an entrepreneur or we won't be something in our life because some of our kids is there, but he's going to have some knuckle. He's going to come in there and try to knock, knock them back a couple of times because they don't want to do nothing. They don't want to know. No, I said, they don't, you see all the trouble they in? They do nothing trying to hold you back. And wait till you get your stuff together, they'll feed on you. That's what they're trying to do. 
and they don't want to be around you because they see you got something. But when you don't have nothing, they don't want you to get you not around you. But that's why I say I don't care who, it doesn't matter who around me, I'm going to be a blessing. When you least suspect, I'm going to be a blessing. And that's going to mess their head up. I'm not going to go tell around what I've got or what I've noticed. I'm just going to say, we're going to just like this Baltimore and Proverbs chapter 33. They're going to show you how God is going to use them in that manner. You know, so we got to make sure that we walk in the statute of God at all times. So we will not go around and try to, you know, do things out of God's way. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 49, verses 23. Let me show you what I'm talking about. Isaiah chapter 49, verses 23. This speaks about the uh, Israel enemy destroyed. This is just trying to show you how God will, how he will destroy, you know, how he will destroy the things of, of God will take care of. And I'm going to start with verse 1, verse 22, and go all the way down to, uh, you know, the Lord Neiman. He says, Thus say the Lord, Behold, I will lift up my hand to Gentile to the Gentiles, and set upon the statute to the people, and they shall bring your sons in their own, and your daughters shall be carried upon their shoulders. You see, the statute is that, that the law will set up Jesus Christ. Not only will he, the Jews be re- really to the standard, but the Gentiles as well. See, the, gen- the, gen- the Gentiles world recognize that Israel, Israel is God chosen people, that they, that they have finally accepted Christ as their Messiah, and knowing that God will bless all, all who have favored his people, will do, we'll do everything they can to provide and aid, confirming money and helping, regard, helping, you see, helping, you see, in helping, glory to God, and help regarding their were location to the land of Israel. You see, this is how God blesses you, do your parents, do your mother, do ever, because you got to realize, and I'm going to tell you straight up, you know, I love my wife. Some people say she's controllable, but no, she's not. She just don't want, she's just a, 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 a woman, that, that, a woman of God that have a discernment that can, it's like, you know, if I can't see it, she see it. If she don't know it, if I don't know it, she know it. And that's why we got to consult with my wife, you understand me, in spite of, you know, you know my gender. Because if you fall into your gender uh, and, and grow and that's why children love to talk to the mamas, the women. Because the women can talk to them in a way that they can understand what God is saying. Because God is always in control when it comes down to that. So when the women of God that love God, that's on a, on a, on a field of prayer, on a prayer line praying and seeking God daily, as instead of to show themselves approval to God, God will work it out for them. So what I'm saying to you, you know, don't underestimate moms. Don't underestimate the things of mine, you know, because mom is always in control. Get it out of here, son. Mom is always in control. So we got to make sure mom is working this thing out, you know, amen? So got mom is in control. Come on, son. Go ahead. Get over there. Amen? Hallelujah. So it got to be in here, you know? So we got to make sure that mom is stay right there, baby. Gonna do that. You know? So we got to make sure that mom is in control of everything, you know? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Put it to you. You know? Now get the Bible and push it out. 
Amen. So we got to make sure that mom is doing everything to make her. Hallelujah. I rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We will rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. You know, here. Just, just go it on and get, get that thing out of here. I got to do something with them bees. Glory to God. They got a whole lot of bees around here in, in this country. Amen. Hit it again. Hit it up. 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 Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. There you go. Is that all? Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Falls off for the distraction. Amen. But in the meanwhile, they, see, this is what they were saying, how it, uh, uh, Israel's enemy has got destroyed. They said, you cannot go against the anointing of God. Uh-huh. You cannot go against the anointing of God. You got to make sure, you know, that you obey your parents. Obey your, your parents. But today we got we to gotta honor our mothers today. We got to show the love and the respect and thankful and grateful that God sent a mother that really going to be there and tell you right for wrong. Even going to love you with a condition when you do right for wrong. Even going to be there to provide, you know, to make sure the house has food and clothes and all that while daddy out in the field working and mama doing her thing at home as being an entrepreneur until she opened to the business and store and next thing you know now she got her business going on but daddy's still working and I just love, and I just love you know some men that really honor their father, their, their, their wife when they do get money and not be so ashamed of being channels because they make more money and so, with fathers it doesn't matter if your wife do make money than you, that don't mean she's trying to undergrade you. That's trying to say she's trying to help, and that's what God gave her, was sent our wife to be our helpmate, our moms. Give our help, our helpmate, so we can, you know, that she can help because we cannot do everything. You understand? Because she wants to see us to live until we see our great, great, great kids. She wants to take some weight off of you. So let your wife, amen, do what you got to do. If God don't want nobody that working two or three jobs and don't have no time for him, because when we work two or three jobs, we're making that job our God. No, God is our resource, and God will give us a vision and the vision to get well, amen, to go out there and provide, amen. And that's why we got to start family, stay together, got to continue on praying together so God can continue moving in that family, amen. And look at verse 23 saying in Isaiah chapter 49, verse 23. He said, and the king, and the king shall be your nurse, nourishment father, and their queen your nurseryman mother. They shall bow down to you with their faith towards the earth and lick up the dust of your feet. And you shall know that I am the God, the Lord, for they shall not be ashamed who wait for me. You see, this is a thing to show. They, they show humility. And they show the humility to show that they appreciate you, not only that, God will make your enemy your footstool. Amen. God will do that because they know that they came against the Father, the Heavenly Father family. Because we are the children. God put us together because this is a covenant. We are under the covenant of God. Your children, children. They're like I told my son and my daughter this morning. We are Christians. We can't do what the world says do. As you are part of this family, you have to follow us as we follow Christ. 
You understand me? And I have to make sure that no enemy and nothing come in here to try to hinder it. Because long as you're part of this body, it's going to hinder it. But if God say let you go, we got to let you go and keep in prayer. Our prayer that God keep our head to protect you from you until you think it's until you get uh, get thank I mean, until you find yourself or uh, get yourself together and come home like the prodigal child. But in the meanwhile, you have a life. You got to explore, go out there and do it. But we're not gonna put you out. If you want to leave, that's on you because you know you're 19. But if you're 14 years old, we can't put you out because that's against the law. We have to, if you go back, you are trying to go out and trying to be grown at 14 years old, we got to make sure that we get the people involved so when it comes at the end of the day, we can get some help. Because if you don't do nothing, but you be leave the house at 1.30, at, at 5 o'clock or 4.30 in the evening, and don't come in to 1.30, and you're supposed to be in before the street come out, and you're 14 years old, we're going to start worrying. We're going to start, I ain't going to tell you now, we're going to start worrying. Because as a parent, that's a parent's love. I know the Bible says don't worry about it. No, this is this is this is, this is the thing we all go to. So that's not be religion. That's our child. It's out there. It's something that we don't know what's going on. So we gonna start worrying. But the thing about it, we stop worrying and we start praying. You understand? We start praying and buying the spirit of word. Now we concerned. And then God laid on our heart what happened to my son. I'm just saying son to have real. But it happened on our heart. The people start praying. And God gave the same confirmation he gave to me to some of the men and women of God. And I told him, he said, he ain't nothing about his friend. Because I know, I, we know our children. We know our child. And as we was out there with some of his friends, you know. Yes, he was doing something he had no business doing, but he can't confess. And I pray, pray with him. And we forgive him. And we told him not to do it no more. You know? Because if we do it again, the, the police already told him that if they catch him out there, they ain't coming back here. They're going to take him down to juvenile system. And then next thing you know, they have a place to do what they're going to consider him as a runaway. And they're going to put him in on a place. So you have to listen to your parents. Because if you don't listen to us, you're going to... You have to listen to the people out there. And church, they have laws too. And if you break their laws as a government, it's like you break our law, it's called ungovernment, you can go to jail for that. Because you're not listening to your parents. You know, because they're going to figure the parents that cannot handle it, so they're going to take you in their custody, and you don't want that. So what I'm saying to you is that when you leave out of you, just like if you step out of God's hand and go do what you want to do, because once you're in God's hand, you're highly protected. But once you step out of God's hand, it is like, excuse me, just like you step from out of your mother's rule or your father's rule and go do what you want to do, you left the, or you left, you broke the seal. And you left out of, from, you left, you broke, and you broke the government when you don't have no protection around you. Because your mind right now, the enemy got your mind and Satan getting the glory and caused you to go behind the lust of this world. So we got to do pray and ask God to watch over you and get you home safe. I pray to God that you make the right decision to, make, to find the right girl or, or to, to somebody that you know that going to be on the same page. And I know it's a need in the history, but I have faith to believe in God. It doesn't matter what, that we can work together. Sometimes it can be bad, but at the end of the day, you know, we come together and put God in it all the time. God will work it out. But if you ain't got God in it and you go out there and you're trying to do it on your own, it's going to be a disaster. The relationship, the marriage, you understand me, your life, it's going to be a disaster. And that's why you got to follow your mom and your dad. If they, when it comes down to ask 
children of God, if they're the servant of God, they don't have to be the fivefold ministry, but they are, are lead, they following your pastor and you're following the angel of the church and listen to all the teachers that Bible study and bring it to the home and then, then, and then teach you and preach to you or teach you with the state of the Lord. So what that means? You got to follow them as they follow Christ. Because ministry starts first at home, not when you get to church. I mean, not when you get to the, the house of the Lord, because we are the church. So I'm saying to you, that's how, how you want God to fight your battle. As we say right here in Isaiah chapter 49, verses 23, or 22 to 22, all the way down to 26, you got to learn how to follow the rules. And you got to learn how to follow the way God's way. You got to learn how to follow God's statutes, follow the commandments. Because you can go break one thing. It could be just a lie. You understand me? That do not bear false witness against your neighbor. You gon' you gon' you gon' fall you gon' you broke them all, and next thing you know you gon' if you're not strong enough if you're not strong enough you you gon' you gonna know how to come back to God. But if you know the way in, but don't use the don't fall short of God's glory, all fall and use that as a crutch and go sin and come back. God know your heart, and God will not accept that because you're playing with God and you should not mock God because God is not a God you should not mock, and God don't play that. God gonna say that thank you, God, you guys, you guys have come, that you come. But all the while, God don't want that because God is looking for a person with a sincere heart towards Him, and that's from from man, woman, or child. So we gotta make sure we get that thing in order. Come on, somebody, we gotta make sure we get that thing in order so we can continue moving in God. Look at verse twelve, so verse 24 says Isaiah chapter forty-nine. He says, "Should the praise be taken for the mighty or the lawful captivity delivered?" The mighty or the troubled one of verse 23, 24, and twenty-five is the Antichrist. He prays and lawful captain will be the son of Israel that will have accept him as the Messiah and a predict in John five chapter five verses forty three and will conquer but his lawful captain concerning these this the next verse tell us what Christ will do. And twenty five will say what Christ is say, but thus say the law even the captivity of the mighty shall be taken away, and the praise of the trouble shall be delivered. For I will contend with him who contends with me, with you. And I will save sir, save your children. You see? He will save you. And I mean, you got to continue being content with God. You see, well, let me tell you something. And, I, and this is a question that was asked to me also. We are the servant of God. And just like we are the angel of the church, God used us. So all of us to be content with God, you have to be content with us because we are the mouthpiece of God. We are the, the one that keeps the, the, the foundation strong when it comes down to the holiness of holiness. When it comes down to being a servant of God, amen, a saints of God. And you have to listen to mom and dad when it comes down to tell you the truth because it's not coming from this, not coming just from them. It's coming from God and how God delivered them from their spirits of their troubles. And that's how they go. Come on, somebody. And that's how we got to make sure that we stay on the right track with God when it comes down to serving man, a man or a woman of God, not just a man. And I'm going to tell you something. 
Sometimes you got to listen to the heathen because they got a little truth in them, but you can't follow them because their heart is not totally fit on God. Their heart is totally fit on manipulation. You understand? But you got to turn that manipulation around and get the wisdom of God but look towards the hill, hill will come in your strength, which towards God. And learn with Jesus, God, and only walk the throne what Jesus did at the cross. Look towards what Jesus did and showing how the enemy manip- trying to manipulate Jesus to, you know, tell him, trying to get him to think that he was not the Son of God, that he was blasphemy against God. And that's how they would do mom or day or daddy or, or do the, 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 the men and women of God in church. Somebody, you can't tell me that you're not God. No, I'm not the big G, but I'm the little G, because God said he make me in his image. And also in the New Testament said, we all little gods. What I mean, God, when you become the saints of God, you've been, uh, you've been operating in an example of God, which we are an example of Jesus Christ. Because we are followers of Jesus Christ. We are disciples of Jesus Christ. We live by the mouth word, the words that are coming out of God's mouth through his prophets. Do his 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 uh his uh, high high priest, his chief priest, and also the the chief apostles and a and a, and a, and, a, and a prophet and a, and also the power and listen to them, you know. So because we can make sure you walk living on a firm foundation when it comes down to your Christian walk, so we can understand God's way of doing things. Come on, somebody, this is good. So we got to make sure we don't get caught up with the praise. It is a P-R-E-Y-Z talking about here in Isaiah chapter 25, which is the Antichrist. you got to be careful of that because the Antichrist is very manipulated. He can manipulate you and put you in the because they know what man wants, what the people is, are. They're still living in a material mind and want to, want to, you know, want to, they show the blank, blank and, and money and, and all that. They will, somebody will run to the money or just value the superstar or value this celebrity. And all the while, some of the celebrities is dealing with Numenati, dealing with just the Numenati spirit. You understand me? Serving the Antichrist because they have this money. They have all housing, clothes. They are famished, not hating on them because you know why? We're not hating on them because the wealth of the wicked is stirred up for the righteous. You know? And I'm telling you, they, they can hold on the longer they do on, but in some kind of way, they're going to give to someone that support just to keep their name great so people can do that. But somehow just come out of the celebrities, you know? go to church and give God the glory and stuff like that, but just don't go to God's church to get God's people to follow and to buy your album. And especially if your album is saying something that's in, in, in profanic and, 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 and perverted, you know, pornography. No. God, we, don't, we can't entertain that. We can't support that. Sorry, we cannot. Because that's not God. We love you. Amen. But this stuff they're going to cause our kids to go into poverty, go into this, this rebellious spirit, and somebody is just a song, but look at the lyrics of the song. Look what it's singing. Look what it's saying. Look how the dress code is stuff. You understand me? It's an entertainment. I understand it's an entertainment. But there's some of my kids go out in entertainment and dress in these holy clothes. All the breasts are, you know, you can see the cheese. They see see-through clothes and stuff. And our kids look at that. You know, and that's what celebrities, you need to sit and have some kind of
how to program or something and teach our children, you know, that, you know, this is only uh, entertainment. Don't, entertainment. Don't, don't dress like this in the streets. Don't walk around with your pants hanging down. Don't go around here calling your sister or your, or your girl or the female out their name. Don't try to look at them and use the word to do it because there's a, a mind thing. Because some children uh, will take that. And look some grown-ups, right, older than their kids, trying to hang out and trying to be like their kids, will take that in a, in a, in a, in a wrong perspective way and start acting like that and start talking like that. But all the while, that's the devil. That's the antichrist. That's Satan is drawing you more and more into the world. Yeah, you go to church and say, God, forgive me, but you reach or forgive me or repent. But repentance means three six to turn around. You can't go and do that anymore. You gotta stay right with Christ and stay there no more, stay there always and don't go back to that pornography stuff. Don't go back to that 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 that, that profanity and stuff. Don't say constantly and do that. Because you know why? Because your your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Yes, God loves the sinner as a sin. And God hates the sin loves the sinner, but he hates the sin. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He loves the sinner. We we love you too. But we just don't like that sin. We're not talking about you. We're talking about something on at the end of the day we're gonna cause you to have heaven hell. Yeah, you can have all the money in the world, but you can still live in hell. Look at some of our celebrities. You look how they gone. You never know they were taking drugs or OD and all that stuff. You never know who were gone. You never know. You know, look at all that. They sound, they sound, they beat sound, you know sound, but it's still, you know, it's it's still not, as I say, it's still, uh, uh, I say, it's still a sign of, uh, you know, destruction. Come on now, uh, 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 leading our kids to want to be a rapper. It's nothing about a rapper if you're rapping positive stuff. Yeah, you can rap your positive because they got Christian rap. You can rap positive to get the children on the right way. You can sing positive because I remember the old days when we was listening to, you know, like uh, some Michael Jackson songs and, and all the uh, Teddy Pentagram and all that, you know, and stuff like that, you know. But, you know, but in the mean, right, you know, we had to, mom had to cut that down because some of that stuff was getting But some of the rap music, I forgot some of the music was very positive that we can live to get our mindset and learn how to love our soul is to love someone else. You know? You know, if, if you love somebody as you love your soul, I don't know who sung that song, you know, but in the meanwhile, you know, that's the kind of song that we listen to. And then when they start getting wild with all this, they start, the artists and the rappers and stuff coming in and stuff like that, like, uh, you know, when LL Cool J was out there, he was a hit in between the teeth, but she was out there positive, you know, singing all that, and there's a good positive raps and stuff like that, you know, and a lot of other artists uh, other, uh, were saying positive rap, but when it still kind of come down to cussing and stuff, uh, or, I forgot who started throwing all that cussing and stuff, like, uh, uh, what is his name, Ice Cube and all them, right? Well, cuss, easy Eat and all them, start breaking that stuff in, and W8 and all them, start breaking that stuff in, and that's what all, that all this stuff start happening, you know? All this stuff start happening. And I'll tell you, it, 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 it affected our babies. It affected our children, you know. And we got to have some place to give them counselor. That's why we need the celebrities and everybody to help the counselor children so they can continue 
they focus at school and start making something out themselves instead of dropping out of school and trying to be a drug thug or be a drug dealer so they can go out and try to buy their own record label and all this stuff. But all the while, they got they are fugitive, they kill somebody, they rob somebody, or they poison somebody with this narcotics. So we got to get that together, you know, because our generation killing us, their own generation before it stops, you know. And it's killing it, you know. So we got to make sure that we, we bring it out there. And how to start, let's start in our own home, mom and dad. Let's start talking to our kids. Let's start giving our children some help. Let's start supporting them in the school. Let's show them that we care, you know, and go out and do some things that we for to do with our kids. They might be in school, but we still volunteer to be a uh, citizen and help the teacher. Or uh, we might be, you know, someone might be called up in the, in the system, you know, and it's being uh, getting some evaluation of we're going to do some psychological evaluation. Stand up and know they'll know that we all go to some of them and stay with them. They'll know that I'm not putting here to say you. I'm just putting because you need help because you see a psychiatrist. That don't mean you're crazy. That means something bothering you, and we try to pull it out. You're trying to find out what bothers so make so you can be here in your mental way. You know, so that's what we got to do, and that's what that's what we always trying to say today. That we got to be careful of the one that's preying on our children. They're gonna try to devour them. And in order for to do that, we got to put God first in our families. In everything we do, put God first. And let God do it. And how to put God first? Not just say, God, I'll put you first. No, you got to get it to God's word. Amen. As a, not just for being a minister, being a minister, but being uh, just for, fat, for anybody to pick up the word. is to study the Second Timothy 2.15. It's to study the short of self-improvement. I'm working to be ashamed, writing it to find in the word of truth. That's what we have to do that. Amen. So God can show up and show out in all the things that we do. Amen. So let's go to Isaiah chapter. I mean, Jeremiah chapter 16, verses 3. And he'll speak about, he'll speak about, you know, by, uh, Isaiah, amen, by Jeremiah, no, by Jeremiah to remain unmarried and as, or married as his son, amen. This was speaking right here, especially, you know, when they talk about unmarried people, you know, when they unmarried, you know, how the enemy comes in. You understand me? And that's why I thank God for my leaders, all of my, my, my favorite leaders that, that, that taught me in the Bible and the biblical word of God, you know, about this here of marriage, but it still doesn't mean you can go to hell. That still don't mean God will be mad at you because a lot of us been married, been born and have kids unmarried and have babies out of winter. But the thing about it, thank God that we are the mercy and grace that just like some parents or mothers go out there and apologize to the church when they children before they children to get Christian and be get Christian into a godmother and godfather. So what happened to that child that the godmother and godfather would take that child in and take care of that child just in case something happened. To to the mother or the father, but in the meanwhile, there is no curse, and you're not cursed, sister. You're not, you're not black. You're not, you know, not, you're not black. Is it something that's happened through life and things happen like that? Uh, and God loves you, and we, and we forgive. We love you, and we're not here to judge you. But you know, but the thing about what Jeremiah was saying here is that the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, you know, you should not take. Take thee as a wife, neither should you have a son or daughter in this place. So concerned that the enemy was, the imminent was that the common wrath of God that Jeremiah had was command 
to not to marry. This is what Jeremiah will not command to marry. Amen. In verses two, not to mourn and to not to fear. In verses three, it says, "For thus say the Lord." He was talking about Jeremiah. He was commanded to God not to get married. You know. But in the meanwhile, you know, you say, verse 3, it says, For thus say the Lord concerning the son and concerning the daughter who was born in this place, and concerning their mother who was born them, and concerning their father that begot them, them in the land. This normal that there's the normal, the dearest thing to the parents is their children. Therefore, to be told that their children was going to die in the common captivity, and for them that to pay no heed on the show the debt of their unbelief and their weakness. You understand me? And I'm saying, what they mean is the kid was born under, you know, as God commanded them not to, to tell you not to marry this person, and you marry this person, and, and, you, and they're dealing with a lot of wickedness, that's going to fall on your children. And you marry somebody, you understand me, that don't want to do nothing. They got a child, a person that, you know, don't want to help and want to be a man or want to provide. You bring that person in life. Just like if you go out and your wife or wife been, you know, been a stripper, stripper or she been out here, you know, doing things, prostituting them. You understand me? We can't change them. Only God can change them. But you married them. Now you see that hard time coming on, and she married somebody, you know, you probably lost your job or you can't provide for them more, and that's what she do. And she's going to go around and you do the same thing. You marry them. You ask for God for everything that that's in, in May have. You can't get mad at God. You can't get mad at nobody. This is what you marry. That's why I love when my pastor in New Orleans was to tell me, you got to make sure, and everybody said, you got to make sure you do a background check. Where she come from, where he come from, what, they, what their occupations are, what they're about, and all this stuff here before you marry them. Even check their credit to make sure you marry this before you marry and see if that's what you want. And if you want what well, you want that, amen, and you won't go through the cell, and sometimes but God might say in your spirit, no, don't go through the cell, but you get caught up at the beauty as well as the beauty, you want you lust, because there's nothing but lust, and you just lust that there, you say, well, I got the money, I can take care of that, I can afford that, but all the while, you know, at the end of the day, sooner or later, you might lose your job, but she, you're trying to change her, trying to get her to be a better woman, because she's not at home all the time, she's always on the street, she's always going to stuff, but she's not home taking care of the kids, she's not home taking care of you, or she's home taking care of you because that's enough smoke, or he's not home because he, 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 he laying on the couch because he don't want to work, he don't want to go to school, he don't want to do this, that, and you're still going to marry him, or he's he not, you know, he don't have a legal education because he don't want to go to school or whatever, but he wants to go to work and two or three months or next thing you know, his 15 is working on a job for no more than or two weeks or money and he quit. Now you're on a job, on a, sitting on a couch, you know, and, and giving the money and filling up, but after a while, he's not working, but you still work with that, 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 that roller coaster with him. And then they're going up and down like this, and you're married, now you're stressed out and stuff, you're married. That's why you got to be careful what the Lord say. Don't marry him. Amen? Don't marry him. And if he lives your kid and stuff like that, and you and you say he's going to marry you, get married to Christ. Amen? Let go home, let go, let go join the church. Let us be your spiritual parents. Let us be there to encourage you and support you and help you to, 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 so you can, God can bless you to, to go forward with your career. 
that you can be able to put your your your, your baby, uh, your, you know, uh, our spiritual grandson into the nursery, or put him in, in some kind of place that, and because you can go to work and make yourself make something out of your life, and he just knock a head off. So the next time he see you, you'll you'll know that you cannot break down a good woman. You cannot mess up. You cannot stop a good woman. You know, they can go forward and do the thing. Then for her, amen. Then for her son, amen. Because you are, you are independent. You are responsible. And you love your child. Yeah, we all make mistakes. But it's not for us to judge you. It's not for us to tell you, you know, you have, you have a, no, it's not for us to call nobody out their name. Because how are we going to talk about somebody else when you have a bigger being in your name or your eyes? So when the thing about it, whatever you say so, you shall read. You talk about her because the entire dog her off because she left you or because she did this to you because you was not right and you lied to her and she hurt. Now it's, now it's, our, it's, God, it's our job to pray a prayer of healing over her and to courage her and let her know she can do all things that Christ has strengthened her and knowing that no weapon form against her shall prosper. Amen. And I want to understand to the same as well as brothers, you know, but it's not about you, brother. Today, it's about our mothers, you know. It's about our, our, our queens today. It's about, you know, it's a charity and, and to encourage our moms and, and our sisters, our nieces, and our grandmothers, and all the women in the, in the world to continue on doing a great job in spite of what the life they had in the past. In spite of what they're going through right now, you know, if you have a husband or if you have a wife today, so a man of God, our sons and, and grandfathers, you know, our, our nephews, to cherish them, to love them with an unconditional love, not just for day, forevermore of their life, because they are blessed. God said, when a man find a wife, but take favor of the Lord. They are our favor. They are our helpmate. What we can't do, I say earlier, they there to help us and let them have liberty. If they want to go out there and go to church, let them go to church. If God told them to open a business, support them. Amen. And if they don't have the finances and stuff like that, pray with them that God will give them favor to get financed. Or just like God, God was showing somebody just to start with in their house. And they say, you know, take whatever you lose. Like I do, I'm going to use my testimony as people. I got all our grand enterprise loan care business. I started with one loan mode. And a broken down loan mode sitting on the, on the witch card on the side. You understand me? And God told me to get that loan mode and fix it up. And then next thing you know, I started using it because I remember when I was small, I used to love to cut grass because I love to smell of cut grass and I love to smell of cut lumber. That's what I love. That's a good smell. I love to build and I love how to create. I love how to make that beautify because that's what I am, you know. I'm an I'm, I'm entrepreneur. Not all that. I know how to coordinate things. That's the way God put in my spirit. So when God came to me and fixed that lawnmower up, amen, I fixed it up and I started building up, you know, a clientele and start cutting grass. Took that lawnmower, that lawnmower, built it up, bought me a new lawnmower. And at the end of the day, at the end of the year, God had blessed me. I bought a whole tractor trailer and a whole a ride motor. And now, now I got, had, I still got to start me less than two months making $25,000 a year. But I lost it through Hurricane Katrina. And I still have the, the, the idea now, right now, but I'm, right now I'm in the age idea, I keep me in prayer because of my health, amen, because of my health, because, you know, I just got out of that uh, hospital with Brock Owen, not only that, I have diabetes, I'm a diabetic, but I'm healed by his strength. 
and then I gotta wash my sugar because if I get too excited and stuff, my blood sugar start burning. Next thing you know, I start sweating a lot, and it's hard for me to stop sweating. So I gotta continue drinking a lot of water and cooling myself down and calm myself down when I get excited. That's why I don't get too excited and I stay calm because when I do get calm, I uh, get excited and I get I start sweating, and that's how power caught that pneumonia coming from. You know, uh, Florida. Lauderdale, Fort Worth, Lauderdale, when I went to when he got confirmed as the chief apostle, well, the uh, our spiritual mama, chief apostle, Hope Jackson, amen, we got confirmed as the chief apostle, but that still didn't stop me from moving on. But this is the courage and testimony and let you know it doesn't matter how small or how much you have, you still can do it. Amen. And we are here to encourage you, mom. And as well as our brother, like I said, but it's about our mind that you can do it. Amen. You don't need a man to validate you. Validate yourself. Knowing that you are a queen. You are a black Africa queen. You are a princess. You are, you are, you are, a, you know, you are, you are blessed. You are a woman of vulture. You are a woman of value. You are a woman of Zion. You are an entrepreneur. You all that. Amen. Know that you are that. And I we encourage you. And that's what we got to do. Encourage our women. And if nobody don't want to encourage you, my daughter, my, my, my sister, you encourage yourself and knowing that you are but you are more than a conqueror. As David said, no one encouraged me. I will encourage myself. I don't need no one to validate me. You got to put that in your heart, spiritual daughter. So you got to know that God is on your side and no man cannot stop or block you what God has for you. So what would the hater trying to bring up your path? Let the hater be your elevator because they cannot curse what God had already blessed. They cannot stop what God had already in process. And let the devil know that you are a tree that's standing by the living water, and you should not remove because you are bearing fruits, God say. You are bearing fruits, no matter what people say. And let me tell you something. Don't let your mistake hold you back for your destination. No, your mistake is just something that caused you to go up and up because now you know where your enemy is. And now you know where the, the throne turned you at. But it's never too late to get, back with, get right with Christ. Come on, somebody. And they would have said right here, be careful, you understand me, of marrying the wrong person. If God says don't marry that person, don't marry them. Leave them alone. Amen. And if they say you're all okay, they have a crust on you. Don't marry them because it's only a lust, amen, because I know from my own thing, amen, I, li I live in the world of lust before I got saved. I lust after my children mama, but I never, I, I mean, I see, you know, lust people trying to go after my wife, but I was a man of God to recognize that, to respect her and, live her, and treat her as a, as a woman of Zion, a woman of value, before we got married. And next thing you know, you understand me, we start treating each other like sisters and brothers. You know, serving as a sister and brother. I need a cup of coffee, she bring my cup of coffee. She helped me with my, my, my children and, and, uh, on Crystal Burgers, amen. I bought her a gift. Yes, I, sometimes I try to get her to come by my phone because I had a serious love spirit. But God used her to tell her no. And I then I, I, I thank you, where it go? And God brought me in my mind and said, you need to burn that love spirit. Because I know I recognize one of the ministers of music was saying that he confessed that he had a love spirit. And I didn't, I know that's first time I ever heard, because, you know, when you go to minister, the first time you ever heard somebody, you know, say stuff the truth, because you thought, you know, the truth sometimes is like, it doesn't matter. 
But when he goes down and says it like that, and you start telling the truth, it's stuff that, that released off of you. And you recognize you and what's, what's, that, that what's working in you are working against you. And you confess that thing, and you realize that thing, you got to realize it's just like a whole lot of burdens have left off of you. And then when I see my wife, and then I, I ask her to marry me. But all the while, there was, not, there was, there was me and still doing me. Being me, and I was just starting ministry, but at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, me? God got it right, cause we never have intimacy. You know, we never did nothing. We might, you know, when I did, you know, kiss, but we stopped because you know that was called stuff. But we only human, but we stopped it. But in the meanwhile, she showed she showed the respect of me, and she and when she showed the respect of me, she says, uh, she left without my attention, and I was very foolish with her. Very mad, cause I, and she gonna call back on uh, two, two, three, about one or two later and say, "I want to ask you a question," cause she was now she was in church, she was a praying, she got in church and she was in church for a while, and she was a praying woman. Now that time she was operating in the prophetess. She was a prophetess at the time, and say, "I want to ask you a question." I say, "What?" I said, "My brother." I say, "What you calling me for?" And I was mad. I said, "What you calling me for?" And I hung the phone and the guy said, "Uh, uh, uh, that's not right, minister." I say, "Oh, I call back." No, she, she call, I call back, or you call back, I don't know. You say, I call, I call, I call and I say, I apologize, I'm sorry, I should not do that, not of God. And I say, you say, well, I want to ask you a question. I say, what? I say, you supposed to be my husband, huh? I say, what you think? I say, yeah. I say, but you left me. Why you left me? You say, I'll be honest with you, I have to deal with you. My wife said, well, I have to deal with stuff in me, and I didn't want to bring it to my marriage, and I don't want to bring it to you, because you're a good, you're a good man of God, and I don't want to bring it because you... Your minister, and I want to do it. And I, and I, when I say, well, that's the best thing. I'm a minister, but that's the best thing you could have came to me. But little did you know, I couldn't help her because I, I was still a baby in Christ. I still was walking in Christ. I've probably been in Christ, and it, and it doesn't matter how long you in Christ. But if you don't take God as a totally serious person and still out there fornicating and still out there, you know, lying and stealing and going to church and trying to play church, get in the choir and do this stuff, and you still have that corrupt, reprobate mind, you understand me? Because a double-minded person is unstable in all his ways. You go to church and you go there, you can't help it. It doesn't matter how long you've been in church. You could be in church for uh, uh, six years or uh, six or uh, seven years or uh, whatever, ten years, and you still have that rubber baby mind or lust or even hurt or pain and you go and you try to please you're doing all the talking to and talking to spiritual rebellion. You're being very spiritual rebellion. That's and it doesn't matter color because Satan is very try, is, is trying to be very spiritual. He's spiritual wickedness. You see? And I know what the I'm saying. If you don't have that cover over and get that in order, you can speak with the car, it would not benefit her, because sooner or later, you I would have been would have been right in our room, but she was not gonna have it because you know why? And I think it to her, my wife is a good girl. And I can tell you no lie, she's she's she held her flaw, she thinks, but she would never ever cut. She would never, ever, you understand me, sit up there and fight or say things like she used to. She really standing on her vows to God, as well as her vows to me and her children. She's out there working, trying to provide, trying to help, you understand me, to give her kids, even though we're going to do some time, time, hard time right now, but she's never quit. Sometimes at the end of the time, putting her spirit to quit, and she cut to us, and we take our thoughts of that thing, because we all want to get quit sometimes. 
But we come together as a family and we pray and we find that and we give back on the, on the profession of our faith, knowing that God is working it out for us. Amen? Amen. So what I'm saying to you, we never have intimacy. We have to know each other before we get we get engaged with each other. And then when I've got to know her, then I get we got engaged and to be married to her gone on sixteen years. Praise God. And God will be with this woman till the day I die. Can I stand by my vows? We stand by our vows. And the pastor gets read the vows to us. And we ain't going to, even though we have some bad days, some, some days that we don't, you know, agree on, but before we go to bed, we make sure we come into the, we want to call in agreement, in unity, that we can understand. And next thing you know, we pray that we go to sleep. That's what we do. And that's what God will speak is right here with God, especially if you don't have a man, you know, that's really, really a man after God's heart. Because the Bible says that's the loneliness. A man don't work, don't eat. You understand me? And also in the book in Genesis, God has cursed us as the labor of our hands. That means we got to provide that God give it to us. You understand me? Give it to us and show, give us a, a short, give us a power. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And to create things by which is speaking out our mouth, he took that power back. Because if in God with Adam has fell short of God's glory, him and glory, that brought, and, and Satan, that would brought sin amongst everybody. But the day in the body, Jesus came back and broke that sin, broke that, that brought a new covering here. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And the he did, he gave his own self to you as a torment, a torment, uh, as, a, uh, 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 as a sacrifice for us. That we, anything we want, we can go in the name of Jesus. But it gotta be sincerity. It won't be. It cannot be play church. It cannot be something like I have to do. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sensitive and a, and a procure and, and, and you know, uh, to, to God that knowing from the bottom of my heart, Lord, I'm sorry. I messed up. And we go before you go there to make amends to the one that you have fell short. Your wife, your children, your neighbor, you understand me? Even your old boyfriend, even your old girlfriend. But they let them know that this, I'm coming to tell you that, you know, I forgive you, you understand me, and forgive me too. You know, for forgive me, and I forgive you. Now we just move on, because I don't want to have, every time you come around, if something that vests my spirit, no, I won't be free from that. So move on and love and forgive and not go back to God and say, Lord, I repent to you. And I ask you to come back into my heart. It created me a clean heart and a right spirit so I can serve you for the rest of my days. I'm talking about repent and ask God to forgive you. So in the meanwhile, that's the protocol of true to repentance and true forgiveness. It's sincerity. Say, God can know your heart. And God know. He know all the rest of the stuff that's messing that. But he can get already clean up. Once you ask God for forgiveness, you better ask Israel. Because he told Israel, by your repentance and your forgiveness, I see your heart. I don't remember it no more. I wash it, throw it in the lake of, of forgive, forgot, and I, and, I, and I don't remember it no more, no more. And now, now Jesus came down here, and we come to repentance. The, in the name of Jesus, I sin and every day been healed by and delivered and set free and washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. That's how it works. But we got to make sure we are hungry 
as the as the things of God and put God first over everything. Amen. So we can make sure we get the right thing, get being in the right place with God. Amen. Because in limitation, you know, we uh, uh I mean, I'm just cutting to see. I can cut short and for you know, I mean, I got seven, seven scriptures. I'm just going to go do these last four. Amen. Bear with me. It's in Limitation chapter, uh, Limitation chapter, uh, uh, chapter two. Right after Jeremiah. Limitation chapter two. Hallelujah. This is a long book. Jeremiah is a long book. Jeremiah, Limitation chapter two. And in verses 12, hallelujah, glory to God, and verses 12, and it's speaking about the, the humiliation, amen. He says, then say, then say their mother, where is corn and where is and wine? When the snore, snore as the wood in the street of the city, where their soul will pour out into their mother's bosom. What thing, what, what thing shall I take to witness for you? What thing shall I light to you, O daughter of Jerusalem? What shall I equal, equal to you that I may confine you, O virgin daughter of Zion? For your branches is great like the sea. Who can heal you? The, you see, this statement of this verse is that it is impossible. This is impossible to console Jerusalem by turning to others in the affliction, for the mystery for her mystery, who who greatly then there had ever been, and for the observance reason, see for the reason. In fact, her misery, her misery was so bad that only the law could heal her. You see, there was the misery when you live and you get involved with the wrong type of people and not listen to God. You see, and I thank God for the woman of value, the woman today that hear the voice of God, that listen to the God of God and been down, you know, for everybody and denied themselves and been standing on the wall for the people of God that God will bless them. And so when you deny yourself as a true woman of God, and standing for like I told you, as a man, like I put myself to last and put you first, but put God first, then my children, then my wife. But when they get old enough, it got to be God, your wife, and then you. And you got to pray for children, especially when they get to the age, because they have their mind is developed now. They have a whole lot of things. Not saying don't provide. Yeah, cook the dream, cook the dream meal a day. Make sure they have roots just in case they want to come home and go to sleep. But you got to make sure that you monitor them in these days because there's a lot of stuff that you're trying to bring it in the house and parents don't even know. I'm talking about spirits are things that they should not be bringing in the house. And there's no spirits coming in the house. But when you got your house sealed, thank you, Holy Ghost, and your grounds consecrated, the enemy ain't going to stay there too long. They're going to get exposed. Ask me how I know. Ask us how we know. How about Chief Apostle? That's how we know because you cannot bring no foul spirit in here. And if, if your daughter or your son is retaliating against that, it's time for them to go and let God. Pray for them. 
Let God do what he got to do in them and through them, because eventually they're going to see it. And then uh, they just pray to God that it don't be too late that they'll see it. And, I, and, my, and, not, and, and no weapon formed against our kids shall prosper. And I pray that God keep them, he keep their minds steadfast on them, that they can understand God, not through the religion or tradition, but learn this new Jerusalem, learning this new covering that we have. Yet the old covering would have come down to the 12 tribes, you know what I'm saying, a 12 tribe of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all that. We live, we still have the old, let's listen to that, how God did in the Old Testament, but right now we're living in the New Testament. We're living right now and teaching about the 12 disciples, how Jesus came down here. He said the best, the best uh, scripture that I like, it was in Matthew, that we love the Lord, as we love ourselves, as well as we love our neighbors, as we bless those that curse us and pray for those that spitefully use us. That goes for any individual, spouse, children, neighbors, you understand me, even your enemies. That's the way it goes right there, that we can have this true love of Christ because that's all God was looking for, somebody to love and to appreciate what he has created for us. Not to try to take things and say, it's a mess, we go just this and that. No, they go way back to theology and college, and they have to learn, and biology and history, they have to learn that this Bible is no mess. It's real. It's real. Because some things not added onto the Bible that they went off on it, like the generation of certain people, or a lot of people in here, but if Jesus God did it the way you want to get it, that we can understand, you can understand this Christian walk as a Christian family. You understand me? And I just thank God, you know, for the women in my life. Amen. Like I said, I thank God for my mother who birthed me, who empowered me with wisdom, who, who was there with me with love. When I got old, start teaching me tough love. Amen. Start teaching me tough love. And start, you know, she tried to get, teach me to be a man, you know, even though my daddy, you know, walked out when I was 12, but he was still around. But he was not, I was very practically, you know, 12 years old doing it on my own, but still listen to the voice of my daddy and my mama, my daddy to tear my butt up, he would talk to me and let me know, and, I, and let me know that he loved me, and he, that's why he do that, and he want to do it. I mean, my daddy wasn't always, you know, whipping, he always talked, amen, but something happened to the line, and I'm not fit to say, you know, which get too personal, my mama, but in the meanwhile, he was still, my daddy was still there, but he was not, it wasn't my mom, you know, somewhere, but in the thing about it, they were still married. And that's why my mama taught me to learn to stay no matter what. Stay in no matter what goes on. Don't get with a God is not a God of divorce. Only way you have to get out divorce out of that if it's blood. They're trying to kill you or try to do something to harm you. You understand me? And they things just knock on your door. You see that, you know, you can't sleep at nighttime because you don't know you're going to come home and do something dangerous to you, you know, or you're churning. That's the great way to get out the marriage, you know, or to get, you know, to get him arrested, amen, and put him in jail so he can learn his lesson. But if he ain't learning that way and stuff, you know, he's a rage and not them, that what God will say that and say, okay, it's time for divorce. But if it's something that's simple that you can go, not what family or neighbors say about your husband or this and all that, and that's not a time for divorce. Because you got to realize they got some haters out there 
hating to see a wonderful family getting along and happy because their marriage might not be on, might be on a rocky road. You know, they might have some bad, bad thing, and they will bring their trouble into your marriage. But the husband, all this, but it's a meanwhile. But sometimes we can't, we, we cannot always be God. We, we can't, no, we cannot thank you the Lord. We are not God. Thank you what I'm trying to say. We are not God. We are those messengers of God. We are prayer warriors. We're be praying for the world. We're the bind of the devil. We're be laying hand and healing the sick through the miracle work of God, and that God work through us. That's the way it works. So in the meanwhile, you understand me, we got to make this the way the misery comes on you when you God say no and you just ignore God and you do what God say. You understand? So women, please stand fast and listen to the voice of God. Amen. Stand still and hear the voice of God this year. And let God move in you and through you. And I mean, don't put shut down everything. And how to do that? Pray first before you even talk about God's sake. Pray God to heal your broken heart. Pray God to take frustration and anger and confusion out your mind. Pray God for your healing, that you can have a, your heart to be mended to him, that he can speak to you. Because God can speak to you when you've gone through your witch color, but he can hear you first and then speak to you and tell you something what to do. You understand me? Or call your pastor, call your spiritual parents that we can sit up there and try to set up an appointment or a conference call to talk with both of y'all to see what's going on. Because I don't like talking to one-on-one. I like to talk to both couples. Because we can find out, like, we can get down to all the nitty-gritty what's going on in this marriage. That's the way it works. But in the meanwhile, women, women of God, mothers, continue to put God first. Continue on praying to God, no matter what the circumstances and situations that you face. Just continue on praying God, because they don't have an antichrist out there trying to be Jesus, but otherwise the blood Jesus. Sit right in next to you in church. Sometimes they sit behind that pulpit and tell you something else, but all the while, their marriage on Rocky Mountain. Let me trust me, pastors go through a lot of stuff, too. Leaders go through a lot of stuff, trust me. They go through a lot of stuff, but they get by there with that quick and smile like everything is all right. But all the while, that everything is not all right because they go through a lot of chaos, a lot of stuff. You understand me? Because, you know, not too much time with the wife, not too much time with the children. You understand me? Every time you look around, you know you're gone. No, it's time. It's just, I know God got a good work for you, but Jesus did rest too. God rested too. You understand me? It's time to take some time and be with our family. Amen. We got to make sure our first ministry is well ordained and, and consecrated and, and uh, you know, and, and, and holy, you know, on, on, you know on, on holy ground, you know. And make sure that is a sacred ground at our home so the enemy won't come after our wife and our children. So make sure you make some time with your wife. Amen. Make sure you sit like that and respect your sister, but sons, that you want to disrespect her because she's the oldest. That don't mean you can take your time and take advantage. No, you respect her. Even if she's the youngest, still respect her. Don't, don't, just don't, don't violate her privacy. Don't violate her, her space. Don't try to overwhelm her because you're the big brother. No, respect her because you don't want nobody to do that to your, your sister outside in the street. You don't want nobody to know that. Don't disrespect nobody else's sister because you don't want nobody to do that to your sister or your mama. Respect them. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's go to Leviticus chapter 5. I'm almost there now. Bear with me. Mm-hmm. Leviticus chapter 5. 
I had to give it to you because God told me to keep on going. Amen. Leviticus chapter 5, verses, verses uh, 3. And this is a prayer of confession of guilt and repentance. Amen. He said, Remember, O Lord, what has come upon us. Consider, the, consider and behold our reproach. Reproach. And see, as the, see, as the, as the Psalms, so Psalms, as, as in the Psalms, so is this uh, eagerness, the spirit of God, impressing his thoughts through those who he has chosen as a vessel of his testimony. And, 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 and as they are circumstances and habits of judgment of God, on that which he had himself is founded. This is one of the beautiful and marvelous of inspiration the Holy Spirit himself finished in the picture of, of his own activity in the heart of evil man. Such is his love for them. He hearkened to their sound, sound and recalled their fear and rushes their victory. Tragically, tragically, there is no victory here on the reports. You see, this prayer will be answered with the, with the Lord, not only behold their reports, but also behold them to view a future restoration. Therefore, the lesson is learning that, that the Lord does indeed consider and his contentionally work for the resurrection of the chastisement of one. You see, that's what it says. God reconciled everything. He chastised the one that he loved. That's the bottom line. God do chastise he loved. He loved you. That's why he wants the women to know when they come down to the end of the day, put him first. When you go to your agony or your child or in your, in your marriage or anything in life, you understand me? If somebody's trying to tell you, especially though God, feeling man and woman of God, and say, God say, don't do that right now. You understand me? Hawk into that verse and do that. Even though you got everything lined up, you understand me? And then hawk into God and say, God, but you got to have that gift of discernment because they're going to have an enemy going to tell you not to do it because they're jealous. But how you know the difference? Because you, you see, if you are God's people, you will hear God's voice. My she should hear my voice and a stranger would not. And how to hear God's voice? It will line up to a confirmation of what God's saying. And trust me, if God say do it, do it. Amen? God say do it, do it. But if somebody comes and say, God, and you don't know this person, and God comes say, well, God said you have something that you're about to do. You say, don't do it right now because it's not time for it. You say, well, hold on, but he's going to give you the time to do it. That means continue on working on it. Continue on you know, working on it and consecrating it and get it prepared so when it comes down, they're going to go off like a shot, like a victory. It's going to go off because your time will be right to do it because everything God say he's going to do, he will provide and everything will work in the perfection or in the order that God has it to be. God going to work it out for you. So obedience is a, is obedience is a, is, is a, is, is a, is a, is a, a sacrifice to God. Uh, so you got to be obedient 
and I may already be a good being than being uh, uh, being sacrificed. What I mean, obedience is better than a sacrifice. That's what I want to say. Obedience is better than sacrifice. But if you're obedient to the voice of God and do what God says, you understand me, we don't have to go to the sacrifice. So eliminate the other part, I say. That's what God, because sometimes, you know, I get caught up because God gives me so much revelation. As you know how that goes, thank God. You got to slow down and say what God say, because you know the enemy is right there listening and hearing and trying to throw distraction in. You understand me? Because I, I can recognize God first, and I also can recognize the devil first when it comes down to confusion. And that's what the enemy is trying to do, bring confusion right now. So I find the confusion confusion. But listen to the voice of God and let God do, because the, the, the vision that you have, the vision that you have, I'm not saying right now, this paraphrase right now. And the vision that God gives you at the time you got to give to him, somebody come and say, God's not ready. Listen, because there's going to be somebody that you don't know. You understand me? It can also be somebody that you can trust that God look speaking to you through prophecy. Because God will bring a true prophet to you in the midst. Because when the, when the apostle is, they're also a prophet. Because the prophet and the prophet and the apostle work together. You understand me? To give the mouth of the prophet is the mouthpiece of God. And a apostle is the spiritual spiritual discernment of God to tell the people or make sure people work it in a spiritual way. Our ministry of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, our, 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 our ministry of salvation, our repentance, our, 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 our order, our, you know, our, this, this ministry, the order of God in the body of Christ. That's the way the apostles and the prophets work, because we don't compromise. We don't prophesy this cause and all that. No, God gives us a word to tell you, and we can see something that's not right, and God drop in the spirit and tell you, uh-uh, it's not right. God, God, I had to tell you what God said. you got to let go of that. you got to let that go, because you know why? It's something hindering you, but you're still trying to hold on to God. But you need to speak in error because you still got unforgiveness in your heart. You still got hurt in your, in your you still hurt. You still talk about these church folks. You don't want these, you don't want these, you know, you don't want to submit to nobody because, you know, you've been hurt too much through your marriage, through your children, through, through other pastors and leaders and stuff. That all of a you can go fulfill what God helped you to go, you got to ask God to deliver you from that first before you go. That's a true prophecy. Because you God, you don't want to tell you, oh, yeah, God can go off, and you got that God. God got all this stuff that's in you. It's going to hinder you. It's going to cause what you have to go at all. ain't going to last too long because the enemy is going to come up when the mix of your glory and destroy and distract everything that you have. And next thing you know, the enemy is going to try, try to get you to be exposed in front of your congregation or try to expose your front, your front of, your, of people that say, see, I told you she ain't real. I told you she ain't real. I told you that. Look at it. Because you're still dealing with bitterness. Let that stuff go. Let it go. That's a true prophecy. Amen. And it also where he said, all inheritance, in verse 2, limitation chapter 2, he said, all inheritance is turned to strangers, our, our, turns to strangers, our house, to aliens. You understand me? They turn to an alien. They turn to, you know, inheritance spoke of their land and which had been given to Abraham and had conquered Inheriting by Abraham's prosperity, conquering, conquering this was God 
land and God's people, and yet it was turned to strangers. You see? It was turned to strangers. I read my blueprint. And see, that's how I get the revelation of the God given by Claudius and literally to get you the insight and that feeling of what God is saying. You got to be careful, my brother and sister. And I read our God given the revelation before I say this here, and that's the truth. You got to be very careful because it's got a lot of people that will say they're your friends and now, but all the while they dare to steal your vision. They dare to still, to take the still, come down and try to take everything that God has, but they somebody gonna be a part of your church, a part of your ministry, but they won't come right there and try to get you to plant a seed in their ministry, and you don't hear them no more. You know, which they're not our source, they're not, not, not there, but I'm saying, they don't come in and come and say, thank you, Pastor, thank you all, Apostle, thank you, and thank you to still, because you don't owe us nothing but to love them. They're like the 12 leprosy. Only one came back and just thank God and praise God. But the other ones, the nine that left, you know, sickness came back on them because they don't remember, they don't realize who that person was that God was using with the Son of God. And it was using them to hear them, but they look at them just like the musician or uh, just going around doing this voodoo who knows. This is no voodoo hoodoo, my brother and sister. This is the real word of God. This is a real ministry. This is real servant of God. This we are speaking under the divine spirit of God through revelation knowledge. Let you know that God is in this place and God trying to get us to understand be careful of the strength. Don't give your stuff over to strangers. I mean those that don't like God, those that don't know God, those that, that, that they play in church trying to use God and to act like they know God and try to speak in God, but all the while they try to use it to I'm apostle, but all the while they plan because people say I'm apostle, they're gonna say they see all the money and say, Well man, I'm apostle of God. Then we got it on Facebook, I'm apostle of God and this, but all the while they're not real. They fake. They phony. That's why we put all our stuff up there and let you know if you want to go to business bureau, you want to go to our secretary of state, you want to talk to our government, you want to do so, community, not nothing hard. We were saying our text, the text number, just show we are rushing to IRS and all that. There's a non-profit. We don't have to do that. I'm just putting that out there to let you know. You got some don't have that. Some can't show that and prove that some say I'm a part, but they don't have no license or anything. Somebody like that. So that's why we ask you, if you got all this there, send your protocol, your contentions to us, that we can know who who your Christian experience, who you've been all under before we get it. Now, if you wasn't as ordained in life and you're operating now, we just can't ordain you as a, a prophecy and you don't have no ministry license. You understand me? We can't give it to you if you don't have no elder or pastoral license. We can't give you that yet, no. We got to give you an order. You know, you got to show yourself approved as a servant of God through all your giving, even through your tithes and your offering. Just show yourself approved to God. Not give it to me, not give it to my wife, but give it to God, showing to God that you're not just looking at man, you're looking at God, you're looking at him, and you're giving it to God. Because don't look at me because I'm just a man uh, after God's heart. I'm just trying to be a servant to God, to serve to be a servant to you. You understand me? In spite of the calling that God has upon me, it's not, not about my title. It's about me just being a, a, a servant going out here and being uh, used by God for his glory, for God to get the glory. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And that's what they're trying to say here, that you won't get caught up in the, and, and give your house and stuff to aliens. To those that don't know God, you know, 
And it also it said, we are offerings and our fathers and our mothers and all our widows. And I said, without the Lord, the descendant was was an offering. You was an offering to God. I mean, you like your your offering, like you you know you don't have no. You, you, if the enemy stole everything, the enemy stole your faith, even stole your belief, even stole your trust in God. Don't thank you, God, because all this stuff happened to you. Where is God? No, God did not do this. Here. It's your freedom of choice. It's your freedom of choice to do whatever you please. That's not God here, because God is not a God to force you to make, but He give you an opportunity to choose life. And I'm going to tell you today, choose who this day that you may best serve. He asks you. He didn't say, choose me. You know what I'm saying? All they need to say, choose life. You know? And that's why I say, we got to make sure we choose God. Amen. Glory to God. I hope you're getting it, my brother and sister. And I'm on the last scripture, on, and we're going to Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 1. Glory to God. You getting it, my brother and sister? Yeah. Amen. I'll tell you, this is the time for us to give God the glory. 1 Timothy, hallelujah, chapter 9. 1 Timothy, chapter 9. Chapter 1, my father, chapter 1, verses 9. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Did I miss anything? No, I missed it there. Amen. Let's go to Mark. Mark chapter 10. We're going to go back to 1 Timothy chapter 9. We're going to go on. verse 9. Let's go to the book of Mark. Hallelujah. and my wife, but when they get old enough, they got to be God, 
about wife, and we got to keep praying for our kids. But you know, our children are going to always be, you know, when they, it's going to be a, a part of our life. But when your mom, the reason why I say that, when they begin to leave the house, we got, I got to put my wife first. That's what I'm saying. But as long as they're in the house and they're old enough to do better, to do God, to do things, you understand me? Only we got to give prayer because they have a life on their own. You understand me? But they're going to always be a special part in our home. We never gonna put them out. We never gonna neglect them. If they need something, they gonna always be here. But we can't. We just like I say, we can't take care of them for the rest of our life. We can help them as they help themselves, as they help us to help them. But we just can't help them. And the next thing you know, we try to pay their bills, and we be on the streets. We can't do that. That's not in order. So we gotta do it in the order God gave me in Revelation when they get to a certain extent and they get older. Is that God, then my wife, then me. Whether they're children or being in a and they kind of disabled or whatever, then it could be child, well God, the children, then my wife. Because they already if they grow, they already gone, they only own. But now when they come down to the mama, it's just God first always in our life. And that's what he pleaded with God what Jesus was trying to tell them. They never left their house, their brothers or their sister or their father, their mother, or their wife, or their children, or the lane for my sake. They never left none of that. For God's sake, they never give up none of that to follow God. That's the disciples. They never follow. That's what we have to do. We have to learn how to, you know, give everything to God. Everything. Our children. Everything. Give it all to God. Give everything to God that God will continue ruling in our life. And God continue to have a place in our life when it comes down to, you know, the distraction of the enemy coming in here trying to bring all kind of division and confusion to our children because, because, they, because if they do, and God is in here because this is sacred ground, this is all, this, this house is consecrated, and the enemy will not stay here too long. Because you consecrate your children, you're praying for your children, you're laying hands on them, you're giving the word of God, you're preaching to them, you're living as, as a living light as to them, as a testimony, in short, as an example of how they live, when it comes down to doubting temptation, trials and tribulation, when it comes down to, to uh, how do you say, to uh, uh, star lusts of this world, to learn how to stand fast on the profession of your faith, look at what God did, look what Jesus did, when it comes down to the end of the day, he still served the Father. Look what Jeremiah or Joel did, they still served the Father. Look what Elijah did, yeah, they had some, some trials in their life, and some of them made some mistakes, but they got back on the right track with repentance, and they got to forgive them. That's what they did. I'm telling you, that's what God did. That's what God did. So we got to make sure we stay on the right track with Christ like that. Amen. And also, he say right here in verses 30. Amen. And uh, Mark chapter verse 30, he said, But ye shall receive an hundredfold, not in this time, time, houses, and brother, and sister, and mother, and children, and the land. You see, this referred to the present time. And we he say and, and also he said, We have the use of these things and of that and that, uh, of that alone. We are to be concerned. That we be concerned. Amen. And also you say and then also you say the church and prosecute you say with prosecution. Amen. You say with prosecution and then with the world and with the world to come eternal life. For many who are first shall be last, and the last shall be first. You see? That's what it says. You got to put everything. You got to put whoever first shall be last, 
and that was first, last should be first. And let God rotate that. Don't us do that. Let God do that. Put the put, put, put God first and pray, you know, pray. Amen. But when it comes down to God in the world, you got to pray for yourself because if you go out there in the world and God will be with you, but you go trying to serve the, the, the put God first and God and, and God in the world and you don't put yourself second up to God and go pray and go in the world, you're going to get stoned. You're going to get beat down. So in that matter, in that, in that protocol, in that order, put God first at all times. And I've been preaching this for a while. And let's go to Second uh, Timothy, the two last scripture. Thank you for your patience. Amen. Second Timothy, verses 9. Hallelujah. Glory to God. For verses 9. And it speaks of the law. Amen. He said, knowing that the law, knowing that the law is not made for, the, for a righteous man. Amen. But for the lawful or the disobedient, for the ungodly, and for the sinful sinners, for unholiness and profanity of murders of the father and murders of the mother from his lady. Amen. It shows it should you see, my God. You see, the apostle is saying this is to show his definition was was not an, an enemy of the law of Moses. You say Moses, but understand that the law of Moses points strictly to Christ when he came. He's fulfilled it totally, in totally. And, and he says, should, it should have been, and in, in verse 9, should have been translated, the law is not made. The world, the word, the, the word, the word that was inserted by the interpreter, translated, and should been, have been, been added, conquering that, the way Paul used the word. It referred to any type of law whether the law of Moses or the law made up by religion man that, that believe and believe is not to function after the law, but rather grace which referring to the faith place exclusion into the cross. That's the law that we live under the law of the cross. You see? And also it say and all these is in verse ten. It was say was saying right here for the diso the, the uh, for the disobedience here and say for the, all this here is, is disobedient. He say, but true believers do not fail unto these categories. You don't fall into this category, which means for the homongers, for them who defile themselves, the for themselves with the mankind when homosexual and the mislaid means the slave of trade. And the line for the purple projection person and those who swear about falsely. That's what it means. You should not fall into that. And if there be any other than that, it's a contrarian to some doctrine. Actually referring to all that is contrarian to the word of God. You should not fall into homosexual. You should not fall into slave trading. You should not fall to those who swear about falsely. Say, I'm not swear, I'm not going to do that. No, I, I'm not, I promise, I'm not going to do that no more. That's falsely. Because if you're not going to do it, just don't say that your actions be louder than your words at that time. But this, if you're a word of God, if you're a man or woman of God, your words will speak, your action, your word is your action. You know, words take action because you have faith behind your word that you're going to tell the truth, that, you know, I repent and I'm not going to do that no more. And you meant it. And you're three, a 360 turnaround. That's what that meant. Amen. That's what that meant. So God to God be the glory. 
amen, for everything what he's done today, amen, and hallelujah. And then, and then called in the verse of Second Timothy chapter 5, and that's the last scripture. And then chapter check, Timothy verse 5, verse 2, and then said, and, uh, and if I'm going to go from 1 to 2, he said, rebuke not an elder, does not refine it to Peter, to a pastor, as it usually does, does, but rather an old person who is mature and both aged and spirit. But entreat him as a father, a parent, a trunk, but a parent to him as if he was your father and your young man brother, as a brother. And Christ, well, and, and, and we are family. And also verses 2 to speak about the mother, the, mother, the women. He said, the elder woman, he said, the elder woman as a mother, the youngest as a sister who had all purity, fair to heed that the word purity had caused untold problems, untold problems and difficult because they think no woman pure. But women, I'm telling you, say, but the elders, is, when they get older, they become pure with God because they just like elder men because we got older, we got wiser, we got mature. We know the mistakes that we made, but we learn teaching before our time, for our future, we understand that we've been there. We know what we're talking about. We're not going to tell you something. I know you think you know what you're doing, but that ain't the right way to do it. And I'm going to tell you how the right way to do it. But the only thing I'm trying to get in the closing, but sometimes, whenever you're talking to your children and stuff, and they're starting to yell and stuff, you let them know, hey, just calm down, stop yelling. You understand me? Even though the spirit jump on you and you start yelling at them, you got to tell yourself the same thing. Calm down because you're yelling at them. Because you got to realize that's the spirit jump on you because it get caught up in me sometimes and I start yelling at my kids and I have to collect myself and yell at them. Even though, you know, I when you're yelling, it's just like you're arguing back and forth and you don't have time to argue with no kid not step into the level and you start, we start acting like kids. And that's where the maturity comes because some of us do that. Come on, somebody, and be honest. But some of us do that. But in the meantime, the happy mother saying, I enjoy, I pray that you enjoy the service. Amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. I got, let me, well, we're going to give a little time to open up the discussion. Amen. If you have any discussion or if you have any feedback or did you have any prayer, Whatever the Lord did in your heart, we open it, open it up, son. We open it up before we close out. Amen. And I hope you enjoyed the service. God bless you. Amen. And happy Mother's Day. Hello? Did you enjoy the service? Do you have a feedback? Hello? Glory to God. Hallelujah. I know I might take so long, but if you want to listen to this again on YouTube, or, or Google, whatever, amen, type in Apostle Ray McGrath, you're going to see that on YouTube, or you can go back and look at it on TalkShoe, amen. Today is the Mother's Day, and I just want to wish one more time to all our great mothers out there, amen. I hope the teaching and the sermon that the lesson that God taught, taught me too, you know, how to honor our mothers and fathers, and amen, teaching us, be careful of, Choosing the wrong spouse or choosing things that God says don't do. Amen. When you're speaking to Jeremiah, when you tell Jeremiah, you know, don't, don't start about the unmarried. He says, don't marry the person. Stay unmarried until God say get married. You know, and also teaching about, you know, how.
that it can affect the children and your family when you get the wrong type of spouse and the wrong type of uh, 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 husband or wife. You know, this is what teaching about because it's going to affect that. Because if you marry somebody that been out there in the world and not a Christian, don't go to church and stuff. Don't you know, don't don't look forward for you to go to church on your Sunday. He's he not he 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 gonna he gonna, he gonna come on his time or he can never come. You know, but if it's just if you want somebody to go to church and stuff, stay in the body of Christ, stay under God's will, and God will send you a boy as that called a man of value, that would call a man strength, a man that's strong in the Lord that will hold and be fighting. Not only that, but send a man of value, a man with wisdom, a man that a death David said, a man that after God's own heart. God will send you a man of God. Amen. Even when it comes down to the women, amen. You know, you can't change your wife. You cannot tell you can't control her. You can't control him. It's God to have to take control. Put God first at all times, and let God be the ruler for all our life. Amen. And we come down to our kids. Amen. Train up the way they should go. And when they get older, they will not depart from God. You say, you know, that's the way God. But spell her, don't spell the rod, you spell the child. It's not a sin to beat your kids. Amen. But just don't bruise them. Amen. Whip them and get them and tear their honey it up and let them know. But if they get too old that you cannot whip them, this is time for counseling. This is time to give them some counseling and get them right. Because sooner or later, you know, they're going to talk back to you. They're going to want to raise their hands up to you and talk crazy to you in your home. No, it don't, it, that's not of God. It's time to get that stuff in order. And how they get in order is you got to call them people and get this straightening with your call or whatever. Then get them some all, get them some help, amen. Because sometimes kids are not going to go as a man or volunteer. They're going to fight you back. They're going to deny it and all that because they're going to use one terminology and they're going to say, I'm grown. And then they don't realize when you're grown, it's not staying in your mother's home. It's like getting on your own, getting your own house. That's what makes you grown. Not smooching on your mom and not laying on the couch or wait till she cooks so you can eat. And you're a grown man or grown woman. It's time for you to get get out, get, get your job, save your money, and get out, you know. But you got to make sure you have the support where you stay, amen, because you're going to have to pay, stop paying, rum and bowl, amen. And there ain't no Christ of that. You better ask somebody. You're supposed to be there to support and help when you're old enough to get a job and support. And that's, that's the right order. But if you don't want support your parents, you don't want go, you want to still go out there and have a, a good time because some parents is not forced for blessed fortune and for that you can go out to your child and go to work and keep a whole check or keep your soul check. Some parents is not like that. They're not fortunate enough like that. And some parents are. And some parents are fortunate that but still want to get you to have to spend a whole check or nobody and going to do nothing but mess you up. Trust me. Because when you get to be a woman, get married and stuff like that, you're going to figure you can get everything you want, and nobody can say you cannot. And then sometimes if you can't get it, you understand me, you'll do God's know what to get it. Because you've never been disciplined and learning, teaching about responsibility of being independent, or teaching about the value of a dollar. You know, so that's what I job to teach you the value of the dollar and be responsible and and learn how to be independent, you know, to, 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 to be you know, to know how to take care of yourself as you're out there on your own. So no number here or nobody will come out there to try to trick you out your money or somebody trying to come out there and try to, or nobody trying to come out there and smooch on you to try to play with your feeling and tell you how fine and beautiful and, and talking about that. How many roads and how many slams are coming to the person? That is so slam. That's so lame, you know. 
You know, really, you know, you're not that weak, sister. You're not that weak. You're not that weak, brother. No. You're not that weak, brother. No. I'm telling you, they're used to say anything to get a free meal and a free ride. You know, they'll do anything. Amen. So you got, that's why we got to train up our children. We got to teach them. Taught, I'd rather teach my children than anybody else teach them. Because if somebody teach them, it's going to be totally different. And not only that, they can, your children they can turn up on you. Because they're going to figure they already know. Especially they got the experience, you know what I mean? Snuck out and did God's know what. Without you know. Amen. But in the meanwhile, keep our families in prayer. Keep our children in prayer. And happy Mother's Day to you, Mom. Amen. As we close out, amen. With the altar call, that nobody has nothing else to say. Amen. If you got something else, if the room is open, you can speak, you know. Uh, uh, amen. And if you need prayer, amen. What is your prayer request? Hello? What is your prayer yes. request? Hi, yes. my name is Juanita. And I just need prayer to just stay focused on the amen. things of God. I've been hit with so much distraction. Okay. You know, just sometimes I feel like I'm about to lose my mind, and mm-hmm. I just need prayer for that. Amen. Amen. God bless you, woman of God. Father, I ask you right now, Father God, as you consecrate my sister right now, Father God, Father, here to the soles of her feet, Father God. She need a great touch from you, Father God, from the heavenly realm, Father God. So, Lord, I ask you right now to touch her with your mighty, mighty hands, Father God. Lord, I ask you, I bind every stretch for spirit that's trying to come against her. I bind every confused spirit that's trying to call her, go through some confusion right now. I rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus, Father God. So, Lord, I ask you right now to give her a peace of mind that passes all understanding that she can hear your Father God, forevermore, Father God. So, Lord, I ask you right now to turn this uh, hate and this sadness and this confusion around and put joy in her heart, Father God, right now, Father God. This is her day, Father God. She is the queen and she's a, she's a prince and she's all today because this is the mother's day, today, Father God. So, Lord, I love go out to her, Father God. And I, and I, and I thank you for her go out to her today. And we come and say happy Mother's Day to her, Father God. Just speak from the God, Father God. And I ask you right now, Father God, to bless the rest of the man trying to curse her, Father God. Lord, support her right now. Give her a favor today, Father God. In the name of Jesus, Father God. You Satan, I rebuke you, witches, your warlike spirit, anything that's not and take this great woman of God, Father God, because, Lord, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad therein. But no weapon form against us, and every time it rise against us shall be condemned in judgment day. Because, Lord, we give you the glory, Father God, and we decree, decree, decree and declare that favor will come upon Father God, no matter what the enemy is saying or what the enemy has done, done, Father God, I ask you to wipe away her tears, Father God. Comfort her right now and tell her mama right now, Father God, because, Lord, right now she's hindering, Father God. She's hindering for the that the enemy is trying to bring or do against her. But, Lord, I know right now that the pride of the righteous is vanished, Father God, that no more tears, no more hurt, no more pain, Father God. It's rejoicing time, Father God. Of her, Father God. You love her, Father God. You love her so much as we love her too, Father God. In the name of Jesus, Father God. And we're not just saying this, Father God, because love is love is, is kind. Love is gentle, Father God. Love is sweet, Father God. Love is healing, Father God. Love is all that's been provided, everything that she needs, Father God. 
in the name of Jesus. So, Lord, I ask you right now, Father God, show him so much love. So much love. To get everything, what anybody's there to or anything that's going on. So, right now, I ask you right now, and we all just give her a hug today. Just give her a hug of love today and say, Happy Mother's Day, big sister. Happy Mother's Day, woman of God. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Happy Mother's Day. God love you. We love you also. It's in Jesus' name. Pray. Amen and amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. And have, have a blessed day from now on. Don't worry about that. God got you. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Anybody else desire a prayer or feedback, anything before we close out with the altar call? Amen. Anybody else that need a, a, a prayer or feedback? Amen. Hallelujah. I know a lot of people out on their Mother's Day celebration and stuff. I took more time, but God just wanted me to give this, this sermon out because I want to know that all the mothers, mothers out there, including my mom and my beautiful wife, amen, we are so blessed to have you as our, as our mothers, as well as our wives, amen, as well as our sisters, amen, as well as our nieces, even our cousins, the, the female cousins that's out there, our grandmothers and everybody. We just thank God for you, the women of God. Thank you for being there and, and having patience with us. And in spite of some of us don't deserve, but you still love us and pray for us and encourage us. Even show tough love for us to show you the love that you have for us. And we love you, Mom. We, we thank God for you. And this one ought to be the mother's day call to say love you and tell you. It should be every day of their life because you just don't know the, the, the gift and the, and the love that God had gave to us, our mamas, our mother. Love you, mom. Love you, family. Love you, woman of God. God bless you, and happy Mother's Day. Hallelujah. And as we close out today, I'm going to give somebody an opportunity today to set Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And then as you, my brother and sister, come on. Come on and set Jesus Christ right now as your Lord and Savior. We don't know the time or the hour when our time is up. But we want to give you this great give you the opportunity to accept this great invitation to be a part of this body of Christ. And God adopted you as his very own. And now you become his daughter. You become his son. You become our brother and the Lord, spiritual family. Come on. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Amen. Accept that your name can be written into the Lamb Book of Life. Take a step of faith. Amen. For when you be in God's hand, no devil, no demon, no witches, no warlock, no antichrist, no legions, no 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 demons, nobody, nothing can hinder you or hurt you. Launch you in God's care. Launch you in God's home. And God holding you in in His loving, in His beautiful ways as He as He nurse you with the, the the love of His bosom. He loves you with unconditional love. That's the love that God has for those that has come and set His Son as their Lord and Savior, that they can be a part of the body of Christ, as well be their chairman, as God continue being there for you. And Jesus intercede and praying for us. But you got to take a step of faith, my brother and sister, to set Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that your name can be written right into, right into the Lamb Book of Life. 
And secondly, you might have slipped away from God and your backslide. Jesus said, I am married to a backslide. This is your opportunity to come back home too. And if you want to come back home today, amen, and as it's to today, amen, that your name will be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And as well, if you pray the prayer of repentance over your life, that you'll be reconciled back into the body of Christ. Take a step of faith, my brother and sister. Come on, take a step of faith that your name will be written back into the Lamb's Book of Life. Don't worry about what you did. Don't worry about how far you've been out there. God will take you just the way you are. Even if you slipped away and you went back to the same old day no more, don't worry about it. We're not here to judge you. We're here to make sure that you are back right with Christ, that your name can be right written back into the line book of life. That's all. All I just want to pray to pray repentance over your life, that you can be reconciled back into the body of Christ, that you become right back into your rightful place where you belong there. Amen. And I know you got more and more to share out through your testimony, through your love for God. Because you left the church, that don't mean you never left God's love. But how, how much you know that you can't love the world and love God. You got to let go one of them and learn how to love God. Because God looking for somebody, not part-time, you looking for somebody that has full in their heart to be a part. Yeah, he's blessing you, but I know you're looking for the overflow. You want God to break this thing too, but you got to get right back with Christ. You got to step them back into your heart. Amen. You got to come back and let and say the repentance, God, so God can give you a clean heart, amen, and a right mind to serve him. So you got to come back, my brother and sister. Come on, we're not here to judge you. We're here to pray for you. We're not here to embarrass you. We're here to come and agree with you. We're here to get you back home where you're right to the ground and at home with Christ, your spiritual family, so you can heal the, the, the life of spiritual life in this world before you go home into glory. It's when you go home into the, the, the second death, death, as you can be walking to the, the new Jerusalem, and here is where it is in earth. Amen. That heaven be here is where it is in earth, that you can, in heaven where it is on earth, that you can receive this great salvation back into your life. That your families and everybody can be, you know, be reconciled to your faithfulness by your 360 turnaround. Come on back, my brother and sister. Come on back. Make God back. Make Jesus back yours to be part of your life as your Savior again, and God be a part of your life once again. Come on. Just come. Make it personal for yourself, sister and brother. Amen. And third, if you'll be filled with the Holy Ghost and speaking every language, we have Holy Ghost, spiritual angels sitting right here in the gap. And next thing you know, my brother and sister, You'll be transformed in the Holy Spirit of speaking in heavenly language. Amen. Because we cannot teach you. We cannot show you. Only the Holy Ghost can give you this great gift of speaking in heavenly language. means speaking in tongues. Amen. All the leaders would even God for you be coming in agreement with you. But you've got to take a step of faith and to receive this gift, this, this gift. Amen. That you want from God. By your faith that God will give it to you. All I just want prayer and agreement with you. As you agree, if I agree with you, that God will give you this gift of speaking in heavenly language. Raise your right hand up and receive this as the body of Christ. We pray with you. Father God, those that lift up their hand to receive this gift of speaking in heavenly language, 
We ask you right now, Father God, that you hit him for the crown of the head that is full of his feet, Father God. As you stir up the grip, gift in him, Father God, that he is speaking his heavenly language, Father God. His heavenly language, Father God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, because I find any distraction, I find anything that's trying to stop and block them, I take authority right now, in the name of Jesus, and I decree to declare right now upon their life, as they walk by faith and trust you and believe you, that they have the gift of speaking in tongues right now. And we believe it, receive it, it's done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lastly, if you want to be a part of this ministry here at Keep Up the Faith, don't give up the whole fivefold international ministry. We have a women ministry. As the women of the world was the overseer, the chief apostle Rosemary Grant, my wife, and also the men of value. We have a men ministry, which is the men of value, which I myself is the overseer of the men of value. Come on, be a part of this church that you can be a part of either one of these ministries. Amen. And even be part of our our, 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 our apostolic prophetic school of the fivefold international ministry. You could be a part of that, that you could understand your calling as well as the gift that God has inside you. Because we are a teaching ministry. God teaches, showed us to teach on the biblical word of God as he leads us in revelation, knowledge of his word, that you can understand the biblical way of God's word, that you can understand your calling as well as your gift. You understand how to operate in it. But we are here to confirm, we are here to ordain, as well we are here to license. But we gotta, you got to learn how you preach unless they send a preacher. We don't know how to teach and they send a teacher. We have to teach you and take all of our apostle roles, our chief apostle, and put our teacher role on that we can teach you how to understand your calling and your gift. And if you want to be a part of that, here at Keep Up the Faith, don't give up the whole fivefold ministry. You need to call us and let us know if God leads you to be a part of this ministry to receive all this great, the great, great thing that God is doing under this ministry to help you, to grow you, to push you, to lead you into the level that God wants you to be in. Come on, be a part of this ministry. Amen. Let God lead you. Amen. And yes, yes, you got to do the same thing as God called you to do in everything. Be faithful unto the Lord. And everything you do, do it unto God. By paying your tithe, offering, even trying to help us with an offering, like offer we will do for the classes. And then number $250, some, some parents are asking for $1,500, some asking for $25,000, $10,000, just to be a part of the ministry. Or be a part of the clergy. No, we ain't arguing with nothing. We are the clergy. We're trying to get you, and as God help, need us to help you to start things out with God already have inside so we can be birthed. The birth your ministry in that. Because my wife and I, we are met wife. We like to birth you. And, and so you can go and lead and find out what man say. Let's find out what they say. You understand? Some say you're rushing your gifts. Some say you're going before the battle. Some say the self. No, you have a calling on your life. You have, you got a gift in there, and you want to understand this gift. Let us be the one to help you to push and to understand the calling and the gift that God has on you. And unless you, my brother and sister, call us and let us know. Get a pen and a counselor that I can I'll give you this number that you can call us and call me. Amen? The number is 225 636 
because they're going to be working on us. Uh, I'll put it on the front of the seed, and then so you know, I see we call up in the cracks and grow up with thorns and stuff. No, we have to make sure that your heart and your mind and your soul and your, your spirit is right with God and your soul out to God. And that's all. You seek God first at all times, and that's the way God wants. Put him first at all times, and I'm done. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. May God bless you. Amen. We see y'all guys tomorrow for the prophetic healing that I'm in service. Amen. But in the meanwhile, thank you all. I'm about to slip it. Thank you for reminding me, son. I felt that. Before I leave, I want to repeat or prayer this repair of repentance with, the, uh, with those that uh, come in for repentance as the body of Christ come and agree with us. Amen. Repeat after me. Say, Father God. Father God. Forgive me for my sin. Forgive me my sins. Come back into my heart. Come back to my heart. And created me. Created me. A clean heart. A clean heart. And a right spirit. And a right spirit. So I can serve you. So I can serve you. For the rest of my days. For the rest of my days. Because I believe. Because I believe. That Jesus died on the cross. That Jesus died on the cross. And rose from my victory. And rose from my victory. I claim that victory. I claim that victory. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm set free. I'm set free. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. My brother and sister, you consult that prayer with princes. Welcome back to the body of Christ. That angel in church rejoice because you came back. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. All that I can tell you stays right there and with Christ and do what you're supposed to be doing for God so God could continue on leading you and guiding you to the level that you're supposed to be at. But don't sit on your good to do nothing and do nothing because the honor mind is the devil's workshop because your mind will be going here, there, and everywhere. And next thing you know, you just pass God up. And next thing you know, you sit on, you came back, and you got all these people, all these things that's in. Inside you are, you distracting you, taught you to be confused on the way you at, to know what's going on, what they say, but you're sitting out there just looking and staring because you left some spirit there because you became out of mind. And out of mind is the devil worship, it's a destruction of Satan to destroy your destiny. To destroy your destiny. So, what I'm saying to you, my brother and sister, stay fast on the profession of your faith. Stay in church. Go to Bible study. You understand me? Go to every sermon, seminar that or conference or whatever that your pastor or even somebody else. What I mean, fellowship with other believers. Fellowship with them, amen. And be around, hang around them, amen. And I'm telling you, there's more joy and fun, you know, because I know they got a, a ministry that, you know, that the youth can go to the movies and to the bowling alley, you know, just go out to have a, a family day at the park, amen, and stuff like that. So for all families, stuff that we can come together as a community that we can, you know, have fun and church that are attending, you know, instead of having all these ballrooms and, and, you know, the clubs, to take back our community. So, you know, believe in God that God will, you know, put the more, open some more of these churches and start, people, real preachers get in there and start preaching, preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ until Jesus come. Amen. Start preaching and start laying hands and start baptizing and start, you know, rebuking and, and setting the captain free. Pray. That we can go back and start against to get back on the uh, some of us get back into uh, our prayer section. Some of us get back right with Christ and come back and repent and and don't judge them. Let them come back. Amen. I don't care how long it's been. We all fall short. Don't judge them. Pray for them because if you judge them and stuff like that. God is not with you. 
Let's keep it real. You operate in an antichrist spirit, a double-minded person. And the Bible says, no, do not judge, don't judge or you'll be judged. You understand me? I'm telling you, so, so if they do something wrong, it's right for us to expose that spirit, but it's not that God is tomorrow, you know, it's right. It's not, it's not to the truth, and I don't have to do the same. God put in my spirit. It's not just to judge your leaders too much, neither. Because if you judge your leader, that means you're going to judge your spiritual mom, or you judge your spiritual daddy. And God told do not do that. And I mean, I was reading and watching a book of uh, uh, Simon, or uh, uh, Simon, or uh, Noah. You know, Noah, 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 when they were talking about how you were talking Simon, they were talking, Simon was trying to judge somebody. But God said, no, don't judge him. Because you know why? Because they are ordained by God. That's God's judgment. God judged them. God disciplined them. It's our job to pray for them. You know, stop judging them. You know? You got to say, my thought is not your and My thought is not your thought. Get in your way, so say it's the Lord. We don't have to. We have to be learning and have the mind of Christ. And knowing that we 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 we, we, we are in a struggle of our faith, but we got to keep the faith. You got to keep the faith and don't give up the hope because God is not through with us yet. Amen. And that's what I like to say at the end of the sermon. But in the meanwhile, let me stop preaching because I can go through all this stuff. Let's go ahead on and close out and thank God for those that come back to Christ. Hallelujah to God be the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't forget our prophetic hidden delivery service will take place tomorrow for 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time, Eastern Time for 8.30, for 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock Eastern Time, right here on Talk Show Well Conference Call. Amen. But I see one say 8.30, huh? Amen. I see it on your, on your thing right there. They say 8.30, huh? Uh-uh. 7 to 9. Yes, 7 to 9. That's it. Yes. 8 to 10. 7 to 9 and to 8, 7 to 9 Central Time Zone and 8 to 9, 10 Eastern Zone right here on Talk Shoe Well Conference Call. You don't want to miss it. Be in a place. God bless you. Amen. Let's close out the benediction. Amen. Number 6, verses 24 through 27. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord is unconscious upon you and give you peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel. And I will bless them. Amen. And remember, keep up the faith. Don't give up the hope because God is not through with you yet. Have a blessed day. God bless you. And happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Happy Mother's Day to our spiritual moms, Chief Apostle, Hope Jackson Robinson. Happy Mother's Day to all our spiritual daughters in the gospel and to the ones that partnership with us in Support us, amen. We just want to say we thank you, we love thank you, you. Yes. and we'll see y'all guys on tomorrow, amen. Oh, I'm sorry, and my mom, Zelda Ketchum, and my adopted mom, uh, rest her soul, I miss her, Helen Hill, and my grandmother, um, Evelyn Gray, and um, I thank God for my adopted sisters, slash cousin, Agnes, and Robbie, happy mothers to y'all guys. And to my cousin, um, um, Angie Sood, um, Janelle Lottis, happy yeah. mothers to happy y'all mother's guys. Too. And to my aunties, um, Elizabeth, uh, Denise, um, and to my grandmother, uh, Rose Ketchens, um, happy mothers Day to you. 
And I, my, my sister-in-law, Ellen and Cornetta and Samantha, yeah. my sister Janelle, and all y'all, amen, happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. You see, you can't keep a preacher from preaching. She's a preacher. She tried her best not to get on the phone. <laughs> she is a preacher, y'all. But to God be the glory. We're going to finish this. Just pray for my stress today because I'm yeah. kind of... I'm kind of um, exhausted today because I got up early this morning. I had to bake my favorite, my coconut cake and my banana pudding. So I had to make that today. <laughs> See what I'm talking about? <laughs> See what I'm talking about? Well, I'm not going to stop you. Thank God this is you. And I just thank God for my, my, uh, my, my, spirit, my spiritual doctor, stepmom, Helen, because she told me, Roy, she told me the last word she to say, Whatever you do, do not stop her from doing what she want to do. And I'm not a person to do that, but I just I just still respect what my, what she says. And that's why I learned, and I always accomplish Never stop. It doesn't matter if she's a woman or what. Never stop a good person for doing what they had to do. Never. You understand? Let them express themselves. Let them be what God created them to be. Let them have liberty. And I'm yeah. saying, not just for today, my brothers, but for every day of their life. Let them be free and trust me. Listen to them. Amen. Listen to them. They're not trying to control you. They're not trying to take over. They're just trying to help. Amen. Amen. They don't know. I mean, anybody trying to say different, trying to instigate, she preached better than him or she anointed him, that's not for you to say. No. Because you, you judge him. Keep your judgmentality to your soul. I don't care what you hear or what you say because sometimes we don't know we have jealousy or control of it in our spirit. I mean, sometimes we don't know, but other people can see it because you know we know we know how the enemy comes and trying to bring division through everything that God has placed with two people together. You mean you mean it's when you're single, somebody come out there and trying to mess up your whole plan. But don't listen to that. Amen. And nobody greater than nobody. We all is in this together. Amen. As as unity, as side to side, especially as husband and wife, or wife and husband. Amen. But in the meanwhile, as to see you and bless our mothers. Amen. Amen. Happy Mother's Day, baby. I love Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait till you're about to cook me. I'm about to go to I gotta go get it right now. Amen. Hallelujah. But in the meanwhile, Amen. God bless you. Have a blessed day. And see y'all guys later. Love you. Happy Mother's Day. Later.